on the slate for this week makes me feel like you ever been to the Golden Corral, guys? You ever been to the Golden Corral? We've all, <laughs> yes. we've, we've all been to the Golden Corral. We, we all have at least one family member who's garbage. We've all been to the Golden Corral. Like after, it's like Easter Sunday and like oh your distant God. uncle your distant uncle's like, let's go, let's go to the cheese fountain. Like, nah, I don't want to fucking do this. I, I am that never-ending, dirty, filthy, chocolate fondue fountain of hatred right now. Where just, every time you think I've run out of awful putrid shit to spew on everything you love, there's more. There's more coming. And uh, yeah, and it, it's not even a bit anymore. It's just it's it's become who I am, and it's not it's not good. It's it's just, it's definitely a, a golden corral uh, week here in that there's uh, there's a lot of it, but none of it really should be there. It's mm-hmm. kind of yeah. <laughs> well, like there was a there was a big old shit casserole last night called the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about how, about like well, first of all, like I I hate Tom Brady. I want nothing but bad things oh, for him. Yeah. Uh, Oh, for no reason, I want, feel good. I want CPS to catch him yeah. giving his son a hickey and put him in jail. <laughs> but, oh my God. but, but he is probably the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no disputing it. Like the Buccaneers were garbage. They are garbage. He literally single handedly dragged them to victory. Yeah. By, by the he he did he did what all of his favorite political candidates say. He picked them up by their bootstraps and dragged <laughs> them to victory. Uh-huh. Fucking, oh. You cunt, Tom Brady. See, see, it's weird because, like, when you're having a bad week, like, I feel bad because I want you to be having a good week, but you're so fucking hilarious that it's like, I, it, it's like unhealthy because I get something good out of it when you're in a shitty mood. So. Well, well, then you're in luck because I'm in a shitty mood almost constantly lately. It's just, I had, I had like, I had this weird realization the other day. This is a darker opener than when you were making jokes about Brody dying a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. He's still here, by the way. He's still kicking. He reminds, me, good. He, he reminds me every day with a giant wet shit on the carpet. It's just, <laughs> just good. sometimes I so, sometimes like, I, thank God he's still here, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it like turning on the soft serve machine at Golden Corral? <laughs> oh, no. I, I'd rather eat Brody shit out of the carpet than eat the soft serve at the Golden Corral. I'm being honest. Don't worry, guys. All I'm here to do is just bring it back around. Yeah. At least, yeah, at least right I know, like with with Brody Corral. shit, I know what he's consuming. I know what I'm getting. I know that it's going to make me deathly ill. But I, I can anticipate right. that. I can go out and buy Pedialyte, buy all the things I'm going to need to get through it the second I'm going to wolf down that dog shit. But at the Golden Corral, some of it smells okay. Some of it looks, it looks all right. <laughs> what, what you don't know is that kid that was just like, you know, playing with his penis at the urinal for 45 minutes, didn't wash his hands. Uh, his mother has hepatitis. Of course she does. She brought her child to the Golden Corral. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, they, and they both have been double dipping in that cheese fondue fountain. It's just... Yeah. Oh, no. And he probably like coughed into the filter of it. So there's no way to even like get around it. It's like just now it's just spread throughout the entire fucking thing. Oh yeah, yeah. boy. And I, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find even an employee at the golden crowd that watches their fucking hands <laughs> or has all their fingers. If we're being honest, <laughs> not much to watch really. When you think about it, there, there's very few things that I have, they have in common between yeah. the assassins from assassins creed and employees at the golden corral. <laughs> However, missing a finger, Anonymously for no reason seems to be one. I'm of them. just, I'm just gonna say like the, the the people who work at Golden Corral to me like I think they all worked at Shoprite and they couldn't cut it. You know what I mean? Like I think that's, <laughs> oh my God. I think that's just. You know what it is when you're, 
<laughs> when you're like a hate field rage, you know what it is? I don't specifically because I know that you're like, no, nah, I shouldn't be like this. It's not healthy. I, and I get it. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to push you along. However, it's the quality. It's the quality of the jokes. It's the analogies that you come up with. So there's something about the hatred yeah. that sparks these just fucking S yeah. S tier God tier you know, it, it just it. Well, the, the truth is that it's just it's all just I, I I don't have any of this planned. It just it's when when I'm this angry, there's there's literally no barricade of like decency or um, fear of backlash, fear, fear of maybe like like isolating someone. Make it like I just don't, I don't care about anything, including myself at this point. And it's just it's it's a, it's a good place to be, but also a bad place to be. The freedom, right. the freedom. I feel like Neo in The Matrix. It's all ones and zeros. You can see the code, but 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 unfortunately, everything that's comprised of ones and zeros is lukewarm dog shit in the cart. <laughs> it, it makes the background that you have on to the, uh, today both simultaneously hilarious and sad somehow. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like when you're telling me how like angry that everything's making you today. It makes yeah. I'm as joyous as I am concerned. Right now. <laughs> that's basically it's an exact lateral fifty fifty. Schrodinger's emotional emotional spectrum is what I'm saying. Yeah. I should, probably, I should probably see a psychiatrist or something. <laughs> probably. But in the meantime, bourbon's a lot cheaper and I don't have health care. <laughs> Is that what you're drinking tonight there, Pop? Mm-hmm. I'm making old fashions with bullet bourbon. Ugh, I, got, nice. Uh, nice. I made my own simple syrup from scratch. I get it in the water bottle because I, too, am garbage. Not not Golden Corral tier garbage. Yeah, no, no. But, you're but, not, but yeah. like recycle the bottled water you have to keep your homemade condiments in garbage. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just thinking forward, man. Yeah, that's just it's environmental friendliness right there. Reusability, yeah. bro. Environmentally friendly alcoholism. That's the way to do it. If you're going to be a drunk, you might as well be doing it right. You know yeah, what I mean? People uh, buy bottles of liquor. Don't buy cans of beer. Right. People at Golden Crown are the people that buy like crates of water to refill the, the water fountain because they haven't fixed the pipe that would take them way less time and way less money to fix. Instead, they're just going to kill the environment. And on top of that, they will dump out new bottles of water to put condiments in them. They won't even wait until they're like emptied by a person. Now, now your comment about this guy's that, had roommates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think we, we may have had some of the same roommates, <laughs> um, but you're, 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 Little little thing there about them not fixing the pipe. My theory is that they're probably at the mercy of slum lords, right? Because, I mean, I mean, I know, sweet, I, I know they get all that sweet. I know they sweet golden corral money, but it's, it probably is, it's you know it's probably the GC baby. Thin. It's probably stretched a little thin between all the suboxone and then paying for the electric bill. Because you got to be able to see your veins <laughs> if you're going to shoot up. You got to be able to see them. Uh, basically, I, basically, what we're saying is fuck golden corrals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. No, but but uh. It reminds Fuck me Golden I, Corral and landlords. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to witness a landlord who had been robbed like 30 seconds before I got there the other day. Uh, I picked somebody up for work who his la the last person who had like dropped him off had stolen a couple thousand dollars from him in a, in a book bag or a backpack. Jesus. Oh, this sounds like Spider-Man one, baby. Yeah, this, this, this was, I missed the part where that was my problem. And then you just fucking 180 <laughs> and walk out of there. Yeah. And, well, the, the thing is like, I didn't realize what was going on until he was already in the car and like trying to contact Lyft to get his money back. And I'm thinking like, I'm mean, hearing all the details like, he's like this guy was got off the clock. You know, I, I told him I'd pay him cash. I'm like, oh, you fucked up, man. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't an employee of the company when he stole your money. He was <laughs> right. just a guy who saw an <laughs> asshole bragging about having money. Right. Uh, and it really I really I was going to actually use that same analogy. I'm glad Derek Derek did. It really was like a Spider-Man. I didn't I was in no part <laughs> of the equation, but I felt like I got to watch that guy run away. I got I got, right, I got that right. same smug satisfaction that Peter uh, got when he got to watch 
Well, I mean, his fucking uncle. Yeah, can I just <laughs> say that I hate that? Like, like the, I hate that the moral of fucking Spider-Man One is like, oh, so he should have stopped that guy. No, he fucking shouldn't have. That guy fucked him over. Like, mm-hmm. I just hate that that was like the whole yeah. what goes around comes around aspect of that movie, despite loving it dearly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just think that's dumb. It's an awful lesson. Like, well, you should always try to be good. I think not when people are scumbags. You should. No, I think the moral of the story for Spider-Man 1 should be that we should all carry open carry First Amendment. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's take a hard right turn on this podcast and just go full neoliberal. Hard right I turn. Want, yeah. Let, we're a libertarian podcast now, guys. It means we don't give a fuck about any of you or your problems. We are Smog the Dragon, but we but we give you content. And now, now, Derek, being the resident Lord of the Rings fanboy and and close to a Hobbit himself, is it pronounced Smaug or Smog or Small? I don't I don't know. It's pronounced however you say it in your head. Okay, I just I say I, smog. I think I say Smog. I do too. But a lot of people say Smaug. Yeah, well, and it's kind of like those, with uh, with World of Warcraft, Sourfang and Sarfang. Everybody says that differently. It's like it, it's that AU yeah. baby. It's gotta be it's gotta be Sarfang, right? It. Sarfang. Um, I feel like I call him Sourfang though. Like even though I call Smog Smog, I call Sarfang. You're very inconsistent Sourfang. in your pronunciations. Yeah, that's right. I, I, that's what I, I do. Welcome to America. I gotta baby. say, so, so Ron was one of the people I heard say Smaug, and Smaug, it, yeah, it elicits this weird, deep, visceral reaction in me that I don't like when people call it Smaug, <laughs> and I don't even know if it's right or wrong. I just hate the way that word sounds. Smaug. It sounds awful. It sounds, it sounds like smug, but even more smug than smug. <laughs> yeah. That guy's being real fucking smaug right now. He's a real cunt, isn't yeah. he? That guy's being a real count. It, it's yeah, a- I, uh, in, in honor of this debate, I, I named my my little uh, my little golden fella, my little golden heart of the aspects pet, Smug. He's oh, very nice. Little, okay. Smug little piece very of nice. shit. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's I'm going to take some coins out and throw some chanj at him <laughs> since Derek liked that so much last week. <laughs> Change is good, dude. I stole. I put that shit right in my lexicon. It's mine now. Change. Got any change, buddy? Change. We're just rambling, and I'm having a great time. I'm just gonna start the fucking podcast. Welcome to the Cynical Nerd, boys. Episode nineteen. Nineteen. We're getting close to that two spot. I don't know. Do That's people right. on the street call it a two spot? Is that no? Uh, I, I, I think, feel like I think now drug they do. dollars or drug dealers do. Yeah. Okay. Like a twenty dollar bill, a two spot. I'm secretly giving away my side job. We have some news to talk about this week, and as we discussed earlier, almost none of it is super exciting. Yeah. I say like we don't really have we, we have a lot of sh- stuff to shit on this week. I think. Yeah, yeah. we're uh, more or less we're probably going to be in unison here, uh, except for the main topics, both of which, spoiler alert, I liked um, to to various yeah. degrees, and we'll talk about those. I'm very excited to talk about uh, Wandavision episode five and the Endless, which was the Scott pick mm-hmm. of the week. The play the play mm-hmm, of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a day late, a dollar short here because the Super Bowl happened yesterday. There were some trailers that came out. I'm kind of regretting we even waited because <laughs> uh, they're not that great. However, I mean, we talk about nerd shit on this podcast, so we wanted to make sure it was included. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna dig right into it. So the uh, before I do that, I got Derek, I got Scott, Scarrick. Some people call them. I don't know. Not yeah, me. I don't call them that, but some people of- do. Uh, Derek. <laughs> How you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing excellently. I want to bite right into this episode, so I'm not going to even quip. I'm done. That's it. Oh, That's the end of it. shit. Yeah. I wasn't I'm prepared ready. for the speed with which. Yeah. I mean, we, we really got all that out of the way right away. Like, they, that's all they get. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Now, now it's time for all of us. Don't be fucking greedy. Yeah, yeah, now it's time for all of us as a group, as one singular unit, to, to band together and suffer like the cast of an entire Hellraiser movie. And not the, <laughs> not the good ones that got, like, a new line theatrical release, but, like, this direct to Netflix sequels were, like, Nobody got another gig after that. 
craft service. They, they took craft services home for a month straight. We're suffering on that level. Yeah, they were. Like, they were like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Two week old mac and cheese in the microwave. Suffer. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and I was gonna ask how you were doing, Scott, but I, I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two week old mac cheese. Let's get it going. <laughs> All right, boys. First up on the docket for the evening, Resident Evil Village spoilers have leaked. Capcom yeah. immediately responds. So don't worry. I don't even know what the spoilers are. I did not go looking. This article does not mention them. Um, I don't want to know. I want to go play that game and be surprised by um, yeah. what's her name? Uh, Mom, Mother's Milk. What are we calling? Yeah, Madam, Madam, Madam Milk, Milk. Mistress Milk. We switch it up. Yeah, it's okay. You know? I, I get all your dominatrix uh, lords confused. We got Mommy Magistrate, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot out there. Yeah. So apparently <laughs> Capcom was at the mercy of some hackers. They think this might have happened back in November. It's it's the same hack that affected Cyberpunk 2077 and The Last of Us 2 prior to their releases. Um, there were files that were pulled from Capcom. They were older files, so we don't know if they're up to date or not. But they mentioned that over 350,000 files were hacked by these attackers, which includes not, not only you know corporate stuff like video game details, but also personal details of employees. Um, luckily for us, Capcom is not giving in to these people and has not decided to pay them any money any ransom uh they basically just said fuck it they probably don't have the money that is being demanded of them <laughs> however even if they did i would also say don't do it because fuck these people um uh i mean i this i know this is some might say this is a little bit of a of a a harsh stance but i think this leaves us with no choice but to incite sharia law right like like if we're if you're caught this is crazy. If, you're, if you're caught Hacking and tweeting spoilers, we hold you down and we cut your fucking hand off. You know what I mean? Like both both of them. And, and if you try that talk to text shit, we'll cut your fucking tongue out too. Don't, don't try to Stephen Hawking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. But the, but, the, but the thing is, like, can't people just enjoy things? Why do you have to like try to ransom the like? Again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's so few things people enjoy. One of the few things that has not disappointed for the most part are video game releases. There's been slight delays. There's been a few. It was a good year last year for video games. Yeah, yeah. it was a pretty good year. We, we got a consistent, a consistent release, like a, an array of consistent releases that all kind of like were a nice distraction from the yeah. nightmare that surrounds us every fucking day when we walk out of the doors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to have somebody like just want to shit on that when like there's so little for everyone to look forward to, I legitimately hope that somebody plants a bomb in your car, whoever you are. <laughs> That's probably too far. You might you might complete that one out. But no, no, no. no. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's not nearly as far as Sharia law. Was, so we're probably we're, we're, pro we're probably okay here. But it was so good. I hate people that spoil shit, and I just want every listener to know that we never discuss official spoilers of anything. We're talking about the fact that uh, some hackers are are basically putting that shit out there. I have ended. I'm not kidding. I've ended friendships over people spoiling shit. Yeah. And I would describe like 80% of the friendships I still have as not strong enough to survive <laughs> one of them spoiling something for me. I just think it's fucking rude. It's it's the worst. Yeah, like, okay. Out of all the Scott hatred tonight that I know is going to be fucking hilarious, that was a wonderful bar to be. I don't think 80% of my relationships are strong enough to survive a spoiler. <laughs> no, I hate it. And it's like, even with, I know like for a while it was like, okay, when a new episode of something comes out, wait a week. And now everything moves so fucking fast. It seems like it's like, okay, through the weekend. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But nothing infuriates me more 
than when a show like WandaVision comes out on Friday and people who watch it in the morning spoil it by the time you can even fucking get home from work to watch it. It's uh, like, oh my yeah. God, it's just so rude. It's the worst. It is. And so I agree. Cut their fucking hands off. Yeah. Cut their tongues out. Fucking and then, file and their then, chins down so they can't type with their fucking yeah, chin. Yeah, and, and then when they're, the when they're forced to travel around, when they're forced to travel around in one of those buses with, with a wheelchair belt because they can't, they can't physically open the door themselves or they have to have a personal driver, then you get an ex- IRA military exp- explosives expert to plant a fucking bomb. Is it? Yeah, that's it's too real. This is just like what? <laughs> oh no no no! So I, I have behind the scenes uh, secrets to tell you guys. A, a lot of the times, I'll get you guys going on a topic, and then I'll make sure I know what the next article's about. And at that time, I just got a little too lost because the next topic is talking about Miranda's butt. And let's be real, there's pictures in there, and they're good pictures. They're I've, look, I've looked at them a look at. quite a lot, you know. Oh, I, uh, we I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Scott has to say <laughs> yeah. about it. I have to say, it's not that you know. I'm. I. I want to rush through this, but this is just particularly something. I'd like to hear what you have to say about Scott. Yeah. So uh, just just to make sure we're good on the last topic. I mean, hackers are, are giant bags of shit. I applaud Capcom, whatever the reasoning is for yeah. not giving in. That's the right way to handle it. Fuck these guys. Um, being as someone who works in the IT field, the the ransomware viruses are really gross. And to be honest with you only really require a decent IT team that knows how to take good backups, because if you can restore your shit, it doesn't matter what the fuck they encrypt. You know what I mean? Um, But this sounds like they actually went in and took data out and said, look, we have this stuff and we're going to tell people about it, which is a a little different, uh, even more shitty than just like the, the crypto locker ransomware stuff that was out in the wild. But uh, yeah, that's, I mean, we've covered all, Aspects of that yeah. from Sharia law for hackers to, uh, you know, Capcom's response to no, it. No, no, this is another one like like smog and 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 smog. Yeah. Do you say Sharia or Sharia? Uh, I said Sharia because you just said it. Sharia feels like Sharia Carey a little bit. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Leaning I, I knew I knew a girl. I knew a girl in Catholic school whose name was Sharia. Uh, tiny white girl. But she had cornrows, so there was a lot of confusion in that household. I almost spit out the coffee I was just drinking because Shariah Carey might have to be the name of the episode. Okay. Uh, I'm good. We're going dark, boys. Uh, Shariah Carey is a bad night. It's so good. Yeah, so, you know, behind the scenes, tip number two within less than five minutes. Uh, We usually record Sunday, and that's because we're all off and we don't have anything to do. We all work today or stream today or something, and and that means we're all tired baby boys. So you know that also mm-hmm. lends into the vitriolic nature of our of our uh, discourse. <laughs> so two big words back to back. Look at me. So the second news topic up. That's that Matrix Two energy, right? Uh, yeah. That's why you got to do that. <laughs> My hair's gonna go straight white, and I'm gonna grow like that shitty soul patch, and I'm just gonna start You're gonna offering like Kevin Robinson when he became the boss on what we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> that whole like, let, let, that whole episode was so good? Like, like Chris, if you shaved your head, you would make a damn fine Kevin Robinson for Halloween. I I know that every guy on the planet is worried that he would look weird with a shaved head, but I also kind of want to find out what I would look like with a shaved head. You know what I mean? I think you could pull it off. What yeah. are, like th- there's that weird horror that you're gonna shave it, and there's gonna be some weird protruding thing somewhere that you didn't know yeah, like some some growth that you somehow have never noticed <laughs> yeah. combing your hair ah, how's your dick yeah there? <laughs> i have a gigantic lopsided head so like i'm just telling you guys if i ever go bald i'm gonna kill myself i'm <laughs> jumping out of a window i've already decided 
So what's gonna happen? So I mean, we, hopefully it we sticks can around. Get you on some testosterone boosters if that happens. Yeah, or just get some hair implants or a hair transplant. I'll take some of yours. It, I'll take some of the some of the gray fury. He's gonna some of the Scott man. He's gonna be mm-hmm. in the doctor's office on the second story, and they're gonna they're gonna be like, all right, so it's it's not reversible ankles, not reversible <laughs> hair loss. You're right. Let's go fourth story. It's it's not reversible hair loss. Your options are transplants or sir, sir, sir. Security is going to be trying to climb out the fucking window. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just let me ask you, let me pose this question to you, though. Like, Jeremy Piven has hair plugs. How do you feel about Jeremy Piven's hair? <laughs> Could you live with Jeremy Piven's hair for the rest of your life? <laughs> Jeremy Piven doesn't look bad bald. That's the difference. He never needed it. No, no, no. Like, but Jeremy, you haven't seen Jeremy. Do you remember Jeremy Piven in, like, 91? When he everything he was in, he had, like, that weird, like, he was like 27 and balding. It was weird. Yeah, he was one of those. Yeah, yeah that's like a real one shame. of those. <laughs> I just don't know why Jeremy Piven comes up from Scott so fucking often, and I love it. I just hate him so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, and at this point, I don't want to know why you hate him. I just love that you do. The one day I compared you to Jeremy Piven, you were so offended. It's like the worst fucking thing I ever said to anyone. Yeah. You're like, I'm actually mad right now. <laughs> Okay. Cool, because he always plays. He always plays like this one-dimensional character who's like, like a less likable Ryan Reynolds, but has no character. In any- <laughs> Holy shit! That's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> that's yeah. very accurate. He's the less likable balding Ryan Reynolds. Like, they, like, yeah, like. Let's CD put it this Ryan way. And I, I melt with you. They all make a pact, and he's the one person who can't, who doesn't do it himself, and has to be forced into it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> what a bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right boys next news article is uh what we were just just discussing briefly earlier there's a mass effect legendary edition coming out they're going to remaster everything and i can't believe this is a controversy but uh miranda <laughs> lawson is it lawson i think it's lawson right yeah probably uh, I, look how, how do you sp- how do you spell that because I, I have a counterpoint when you're done here i just need to know how to spell her name uh, Miranda. yeah it's miranda Nor- like you would normally spell Miranda. I think it's Lawson. L-A-W-S-O-N. I mean, I could be completely... In a- yeah, no, that sounds Yeah, right. it's Lawson. Okay. Okay, so uh, Miranda Lawson... There- <sighs> Look, I... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> okay. There are a lot of, I would say, somewhat gratuitous butt focus shots where her butt happens to be in frame during conversation. Like, let's say there's a two-person conversation. She's closer to the camera. It's not looking over her shoulder. It's looking past her ass to the conversation. But look, uh, I don't know. Keep it because she's got a nice butt. And I want to look at it some more. And why That's do people have good. to, nice to hate at. on something, a digital ass so much? Like, why is this even a fucking thing? Like, this is how you can tell that despite having real problems in the country, no one actually thinks they're real problems because this is what they're yelling about. I'm not going to get political because that's a stupid thing to, get to do when we're talking about Miranda Lawson's ass. And it's a lovely ass. <laughs> We should all pray at the altar of Miranda Lawson's ass. Yeah. No, we don't romance Miranda Lawson, but we can pray at the altar. Well, sometimes we do. <laughs> sometimes we do. You could. If you're a scummy piece of shit and cheat on Liara, because she's the only real option. <laughs> but I don't know why this is even a thing. Derek, please help me understand why this is a thing. Why do people care? People care because they, I don't know, they'll find anything to bitch about. Um, the one thing that that uh, did surprise me is, and I, I would have to read it more, read more into it, is it does seem like this is actually a decision that was made ahead of the outrage rather than waiting for it to happen. I mean, I know over the years people kind of joke about it and have little, you know, 
like basically there's there's like right there in the article it says there's a scene where she's talking about like how she had to rescue her family and it's like <laughs> focusing on her ass all right i can get it it's a little like that's a little much but the fact that they're no bro it, now i will argue that to my death that is a wonderful juxtaposition it's the tragedy <laughs> of the family and the oh look a little surprise it was just for me <laughs> oh look at that i guess there is some hope i can, I can pause cutscenes great I only need a couple minutes. <laughs> anyway. Hey, but it's like a whole thing in her character is that she was like genetically modified to be perfect. So, of course, she's going to have a perfect body. That explains all this it, rule 34 it's, I'm looking at right now. It's a part of her character. And to like, I don't know. It, it just seems goofy to overshadow it just because people can't stand that other people are hotter than them. Like, I don't, I you know, I, I don't play like Metal Gear Solid and see his super toned body. Like, when I see that, I'm like, fuck, I got to get in shape. I'm not like, I don't want to see people who have abs anymore. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't know. It's. It's goofy to me. So I, I feel like in, in some aspects, like in some of those scenes, will focusing on a very, very good dumper take away <laughs> from sort of the seriousness of the scene? Sure. But overall, I think these things are generally kind of silly. But that's why we have uh, Madam Milk with those big old titties to balance this out. You know, that's the that's the great equalizer. I, I saw a wonderful Twitter oh, response to this on on Twitter, surprisingly. <laughs> would you believe that? Uh, and, and they said, <laughs> why would you remove it? It's an M-rated game that has full-on sex scenes, but somehow Jesus like, Christ, Scott. somehow like including, <laughs> oh, I feel like he's just waiting for us to both notice it, and I haven't seen it yet. It's an M-rated game for uh, you know, for supposedly for adults, and why are we worried about a butt shot, and what am I about to be? Hey! <laughs> okay! <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing after we podcast. Don't bother me for at least Three minutes. We may or may not have just lost our intro and first couple topics. So if we did lose it, welcome to the cynical nerd yeah, happy once to again. Have you, yes. <laughs> yeah. Happy to have you. Hope you can hang out because we had just a banger of an intro. Uh, but we're also not going to try to rehash the fucking glory days because that's always an uh, yeah. abject failure of a, an attempt. Yeah, you guys missed out on some just just top top choice Miranda Larson hentai. You just you don't know you don't you don't know what you're missing out on here. Yeah, the, the video was just going to be nothing but pictures of her mm. in compromising positions. Yeah. <laughs> because Bioware's taking out all of theirs. Now, the question so. is, the question is if, if, an, if an alien in the Mass Effect universe has more than one penis, and they all come on Randall Larson at once, is that Bukaki or is it just a money shot? Ooh. That's, a, that's a good question. That's quick, an interesting right? philosophy it's, that you're throwing it's, it's, at me It's right just now. one sentient being coming on another. That's all it is. So. Space Confucius say... <laughs> <laughs> I feel if like if you were to ask Dick Aristotle, but he would just jump off a fucking cliff. You'd have no idea how to. That's like that's big brain shit. He would just start screaming, horrified, and then jump off a cliff. Claw his fucking eyes out. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. All right, so uh, you know, moving right along in the shit sandwich of news articles that we have this week, Spider-Man Three, the movie that keeps on adding people. To the fucking roster, Willem Dafoe was reportedly spotted on set. For more thoughts on this, we go to Derek. <laughs> Derek, how do you feel about how do you feel about someone else joining the fucking at this point? Right, it's just an orgy. It's it's a comic book character orgy of epic proportions that no one wants, needs, or asked for, except for me, who asked for it. But they already made it on Pornhub. <laughs> I'm always happy to see Willem Dafoe doing anything, but I'm overjoyed to see him return to green goblin if this is true oh fuck you if it's I, true i who knows but i it's probably true it probably is right um no in all seriousness like i mean it's is it going to be a, a good movie probably not but is it going to be 
interesting that they're doing shit like this? Absolutely. Probably we're not. Gonna, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into it later with uh, Wandavision, but it's like, why would you buy up all these fucking properties and own ninety percent of everything if you're not gonna do shit like this? Like, what's if you're not gonna do to this make, to remake the better version? That yeah. can that can talk to all their friends and not rehash some nostalgia berries for fucking. What doesn't make any sense to me is they're bringing back all these characters that are canonically dead. Yeah, they're yeah, dead. So I I don't they're know all how they're, they're all fucking dead. It. They're all dead. Chris, Chris, look at me. They're all dead. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> well, it's a multiverse, right? I mean, it's a multiverse. Yeah, but but I had I had a, an argument with Nick that I think you all either witnessed or ignored because it was it was. Painful. I probably ignored it. If it was at 1 p.m., I probably ignored it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, I argued with him for like 45 minutes to an hour about why Peter Parker would have the same exact life experiences but look completely different in three alternate realities. It's like his, for him to for him to be the Peter Parker that we get in all three versions of the Spider-Man we've had in the last 10 years, he'd have to have almost the exact same circumstances. He'd have to have the same fucking parents. They have to they both have to be like sword operatives or be like government operatives and die in, in some under some mysterious circumstances. He has to live with his aunt and uncle. His uncle would have to fucking die. It had like otherwise Peter Parker isn't the Peter Parker we know. Like there's so many ways that that could have went where he could have had this power and been like a sociopath, but a fucking monster. If he didn't learn the lessons he learned along the way. So why do we have three different versions of Peter Parker that look completely different, but are essentially the same fucking character? But like what one like one's a little bit more like goof troop, one's a little bit more like, oh shucks! And the other one's <laughs> Yeah, the other Coral. one's. Just, and 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 Andrew Garfield, who I I think is a fantastic Spider-Man, is also the sad boy, sad boy, sad boy Spidey. I mean, I don't want to um, get all uh, big brain Rick and Morty on you here, but oh, the multiverse theory would suggest that there is every possible pre- permutation of anything that could possibly happen. There's mm-hmm. a separate universe for it. Yeah. So and we're picking I mean, two of not- the worst ones that have ever existed and bringing them into this one. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Oh, that was a good. You were, oh, you were waiting for that. Sorry, I'm stalling. I think I just <laughs> stepped in glass. What a nightmare. Anyway, uh, no, I, I, I think it's. I, I, I don't know. Again, I think that when you buy all these fucking IPs up, you might as well do. You might as well use the shit that you just bought. And deep down, you guys I know think, you love Raimi Spider Man's. You know you I, did. I, 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 I really, I, I really don't. I really don't though. <laughs> but, but the thing is like. I I have a feeling, and God, we gotta wait till the Wandavision conversation. I think to to get into it. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There's certain cameos I would be excited to see. There's certain people I would be excited to see, like you know, kind of like just do the role again, but do it as a different version of that character in this universe. J.K. Simmons right. coming back and playing a uh, fucking God. I'm I'm blanking. Jameson. I blank on that too because yeah. they're so close. Yeah, that that to me was perfect. So but many J's. That 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 to me was perfect, but I didn't view that as like a subtle nod to the multiverse cover. I thought it was just like, who else could possibly play J. Jonah Jameson besides right. J.K. Simmons? I mean, like, right. that just makes sense to me. In the yeah, same, that was yeah. like, that was the right call. Yeah, but but as much as I love Willem Dafoe, man, like we watched him die. Like same with like Jamie Foxx's Electro. Like what? Like why? These, these well, it is weird. And the other thing is like, uh, like Andrew Garfield and especially Tobey Maguire are not young men anymore. Like they, it, mm-hmm. you, you can't do a convincing Peter Parker anymore. So uh, like, how many years before Tobey Maguire lines up in the glory hole line? <laughs> do you think <laughs> any day now? Is, is, your, is, no, your, is he going to no. be in your glory hole he, line? He's in mine. No, for absolutely sure. not. No. no, the thing is no. like, he's going to, he's going to go gray, but he's not going to have like that old man, like graying actor body that you guys seem to have all, all have like the heart flutters for He's gonna look like a ventriloquist dummy. Like he's still gonna have that, <laughs> that like 
Yeah, he's going to go bald before he goes gray, and then it's going to happen at the same time. It's going to be a nightmare. I'll tell you what, he's, it's going to be a, the biggest disappointment of his weekend. Is he going to knock on my stall? His dick's going to go flaccid before anybody touches it, baby. He's going to have to go over to the Derek stall to get in the action. I'm ready for uh, it. So here's I'll the thing. The are, are you guys going to have stalls next to each other so you guys can also have, have a share glory hole to fist, yeah. well, to fist I mean, bump each other so- through? Sometimes Derek and I uh, switch stalls and no one even knows. Yeah, yeah. And there's a hole <laughs> think, between our stalls, about that. but we don't put our dicks in it. We just talk to each other through it. We get real. <laughs> it's how we communicate. Well, Dude, you sometimes just people put their dicks through it, but then we get mad at them because we put our mouths That's not a dick so. hole. Yeah, that's where our mouths yeah. go, you fucking assholes. Yeah. Exactly. And I know the other holes for the exact same thing, but don't conflate the two, guys, okay? <laughs> you gotta keep... You gotta, this is gonna be some boundaries in the glory hole yeah, circuit, yeah. okay? This is, this uh, is a civilized thing we're doing here. So, so the same... I feel like I could riff on that all day, and I think that speaks volumes about <laughs> me in general, and I don't like it. it speaks volumes uh, about the volumes of cum you could probably down. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm, I'm a, a walking cum dumpster. Chief cum over here. here. <laughs> so... The same theory that allows for multiple versions of Peter Parker that look slightly different is the same theory that would, I have to say it, allow us to bring back Green Goblin because there's a universe out there where he didn't die and they could just grab him from that. If that's the angle they're going with. And it it kind of seems, and I don't know why, and it's going to be way too many fucking people, but it kind of seems like it's all of the Spider-Man and their biggest foe, right? Like yeah. we got Timmy McGuire and Green Goblin, but we also heard about Alfred Molina. So Timmy McGuire has two. So he is he special? Too. He is. Now fuck it, that. No, yeah. it's it, it's just uh, it's, Jamie Foxx's Electro and Andrew Garfield. Like it seems like they're doing that. You know what I mean? I I don't think that really like any of these people reprising their roles are going to be anything more than cameos. I think that Andrew Garfield and Toby are going to be extensive cameos, but it's yeah. still going to be Tom Holland in the in the spotlight. yeah like like I mean, maybe Defoe. Maybe Defoe is there because that's they reach through the fucking portal and yank him out of the fight with Green Goblin or something. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, this yeah. cast is going to be more bloated than Alec Baldwin. It's going to be. Fucking, oh, no. Oh, it's going to be fucking terrible. Like, it's just it's, a, it's unnecessary. It's a tall order. It's yeah. or is it a wide order. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> definitely it's definitely a sweaty, like a cold, sweaty order. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, so so we know Doctor Strange is involved. Um, we know all these characters are coming back. There's going to be multiverse shenanigans, and we know that uh, it looks like WandaVision is also maybe doing that. I'm not sh- I'm not convinced of that yet, but we'll talk about it later. It's- There's also a rumor in this article that Charlie Cox is going to come back as Matt Murdock from Daredevil in this movie. Um, if that ha- like, look, I'd, I'll be the first to to fucking bloviate about Charlie Cox and Daredevil. I fucking love that show. I think it was the best. Netflix Daredevil. Uh, Netflix. So can't wait Marvel to blow some cocks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Call me the bloviator. Um, I, I, this is the I think he was. Booth. I think he was. I think, nice alliteration. Again. Props for that. Uh, point, Derek. Point, Scott. Let's move on. So I think that this movie's going to be shit. I don't know. I, I really don't like it. It's going to be awesome. Like yeah, I mean, it's going to be starring Tom Holland, guys. It's going to be dog oh, shit. Oh, okay? right. You. That's not fair. Yeah, no, That's just... not fair. <laughs> Tom Smallhands. That's right. I didn't even say it this time. You opened up with Smallhands. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Speaking of things that are probably going to be dog shit, let's just scooch on into the next thing because there's trailers I want to talk about. So. One of the many Super Bowl items that popped up was a new trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is going to be premiering (laughs) the return of the Raspberry. Uh, This is confirmed to be uh, to be premiering (laughs) March 19th on Disney Plus, uh, probably in the same format 
as WandaVision one episode per week. And this one, I don't know, boys, it really it really just hammered home the, the chumminess of these two. Yeah. Right. They're just they're, they're siblings just fighting, bickering constantly. And boy, can which, I not. Which one do you think's the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> probably, uh, probably Sebastian Stan. I mean, you know, yeah, he's a looker. He's a handsome devil. He looks yeah, like he can take it. Yeah. I um I don't so look this trailer actually got me less excited for this show. <laughs> I I I, I yeah. told you before, and I'll say it again before I hand uh, the floor over to one of you guys is that I think the concept of of people dealing with the the mantle of Captain America and who's going to take that I think it's an interesting concept. I think it's clear that the government is trying to introduce their own government sponsored Captain America who's probably let's be real going to be a bag of shit. Uh, and then we have. You know, Anthony Mackie Falcon and Sebastian Stan Winter Soldier, I, I guess, doing the buddy cop thing, saving the world. And then eventually Falcon's going to decide he said, we already know the storyline. We already know the fuck it's going to play out. Yeah, it's really about moving the pieces around until we get there. Um, the only thing, the only thing that remains that keeps me a little bit excited and it's not even a big thing. It's just the visual of Baron Zemo because I was so mad. They didn't give him his purple mask in Civil War, and he's got it, and that mask actually looks real fucking good. So, with that being said, Derek, how'd you feel about this probably final trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier? I feel like all of the things that we made fun of the first trailer for, they focused on those things and made them more apparent. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. seriously, like, yeah, all yeah, the, like we were talking about the quips last time, like, this was, like, yeah. unbearable, dude. It was, like, fucking rush hour, but without any of the charm whatsoever. And like, oh, fuck, yeah, the fucking like the, the thing at the end where they're like, are you guys having a staring contest was like insulting to watch. Like, seriously, really? Like what? Yeah. What in any of these movies that we've seen, like implied that they would ever have this kind of relationship with one another? And why? I mean, like. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, I don't mean to like interject and go. No, like, if I had missed something, I, I in, in, civ- in civil war, when they're fighting Spider-Man together as a team for the first time, there is very similar banter, but it's, yeah. it's, okay. it's it, it is just as bad as it is in these trailers though. Like that was the worst part of civil war was their like forced relationship. The it's forced been a while since I watched yeah. civil war. So I, I yeah, I they, they get, they get webbed down to the floor and I forget what one of them says, but he's like, I hate you. Yeah. And you're supposed to laugh, but it's not right, funny. Right. And you're just like, like, oh, the, the, the okay. Thing, like, all, like I said, like last time, all the things that are wrong with the latter half of the MCU movies is, are in these trailers. It's just like the quips that don't belong there. The jokes that just don't fit the like style of humor. It's like, ah, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Other than that, I do agree that like in some aspect, again, not to repeat what I already said last time. Like seeing this and the fact that it looks like a a, a fucking feature length film, like the oh, quality yeah, it of looks that, fantastic. and it's a fucking TV show. I was like, oh my god, it looks great. It really does. The the production value is clearly absurdly high. Um, but it, I don't think I'm <laughs> gonna enjoy it. And like the whole time I was watching, I'm like, we're gonna have to watch this fucking show and review it. And I'm gonna have to watch yep. all ten episodes of this. I don't um, think I can I do think it. I think it's guys. gonna be terrible. I think it's gonna be really bad. Yeah, I don't think I can sit through ten episodes of this. I need I need at least uh, we'll, we'll, I'd say at least a two week commitment. And if I can't make it past that, I want I want like a, a hall pass on it. Fair. That's that's that sounds <laughs> fair. I want that out. <laughs> yeah, I want that out with that's, any with any future show that we commit to. To be honest, yeah. because it's going to get real bad from here on out. It's going to get it's going to get worse. Disney's it ruining is. everything. They really are. I agree. I don't want to sound like that pessimistic. 
but I think that we're about to see a lot more of this. And and we've been talking about this for a while now about how they're just kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And this feels like out of all the things they're doing and like some of them are really interesting. This feels like the exact opposite. It's like you're taking the, the safest worst things, thing. the yeah. safest thing and the worst things about your existing formula that people are already tired of. And you're just like exaggerating those qualities in this product. It's just weird. Like, I don't understand what they're thinking. Right. The, it's like it's like second tier only to like the Black Widow movie for me yeah. as far as like bad shit. <laughs> yeah, fair like, play. Like for the Black the Black Widow movie, they're like, "Hey, don't you want to see more of her doing spy shit?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> not not even a little bit." And for this one, they're like, "Don't you want to see Falcon and uh, you know Winter Soldier kind of rest away the Captain America mantle from ne'er do wells?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, don't want to do that either." If also I if don't. I may interject for for just a moment, you you absolutely may. Uh, I have defended the MCU as a whole because I felt like I had to for a very, very long time uh, because a lot of the tentpole movies to me were incredible. I really enjoyed Winter Soldier. I enjoyed the relationship between Captain America and Bucky. Uh, and I, I liked I like a lot of the genre films they do. I think they do genre films very well, but they've they they're getting to a point now where like. I mean, God, Jesus, fuck it, 22 movies and now it's eight shows and another seven movies. Oh, we're just going. We're yeah. on the train. How much of your life do you have to devote to? Yeah, it? yeah, but 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 this is the train from Speed, and Dennis Hopper has a gun to my fucking girlfriend's head, and I kind of want him to kill us both. I don't want to see how it ends. I just want to die. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have Dennis Hopper blow blow my fucking head off than wrestle on top of the train car for another five hours worth <laughs> of MCU <laughs> nonsense. I'm sorry, like I'm struggling to give a fuck about Wandavision, guys. I am. It's interesting, but I'm struggling to give a fuck about anything MCU right now. It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's, uh, it's weighing on me. It's hard to breathe, Chris. It's terrible. The, the train car <laughs> scene did make me sigh real heavy because I'm like, oh, you're doing this again. Like, how many train car... Tops of train car fights are we going to fucking have in the superhero genre before you guys realize that, like, I don't know, put them anywhere else. Put them yeah. anywhere else. Well, I mean, the thing, is, the thing is, they're also in, like... In like let's say... I, th- I feel like counting the John Wicks, they're easily in like 8 out of 10 every Keanu Reeves movies has a train fight. You know what I mean? Like 8 out of 10 Keanu movies has a train fight. Yeah. And those other two movies are Bill and Ted movies, bro. Those are the only ones that don't have them. <laughs> those are the only ones that don't have them. Yeah, but we're talking about Keanu here, so he gets a hall pass. Yeah, he's a, he's a real honey. Well, no, he, he gets one of those Six Flags Express passes for the glory hole. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's not even graying yet. Isn't that fucked up? It's wild. We we give him a special knock. He, he just walks up to the front of the line and, and yeah. pulls that guy out. Doesn't matter if his dick's in the hole or not. He just pushes him aside. Yeah. Just slips slips that blue pill through the hole. <laughs> Wait, no, is it the red pill? I don't uh, know. I never remember. It doesn't it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter when they say that joke, they say the same thing. You're like, we're just gonna say he's gonna slide his, per- his purple pill through the hole, right? That's, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we're and then we're gonna see how far down the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> I love how excited Scott got that. That, right, that, is, get... that is the best Chris sucking a dick joke I've ever heard in my entire life. And I make a lot of them, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Let's that, that, was your, that was your this. Sistine Chapel of gagging on cock right there. I was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get away from this trailer, please, before I, before yes, I devolve. I agree. Yeah. Before I devolve as a species into like a simian or something. Um,. The next trailer up on the list is another Super Bowl spot. It was just a 30-second one for the next M. Night Shyamalan film called 
ready for it, old. And from the looks of it, I did not know that this film was happening. Uh, it's in theaters in July. It's just only in theaters in July, as if it's some <laughs> kind of badge of fucking honor. Yeah, right. uh, okay, buddy. We we all knew that. Don't worry, I'm not, we're not going to order it on pay per view either. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. You did like one. You did one movie recently that was not complete garbage, and you think they you're back in the club? Like no one fucking likes you, bro. Whenever <laughs> anyway. I see, whenever I see in this day and age when it's like only in theaters, I'm like, all right, so we know who you voted for. Like we get it. Coming with the fire. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know the premise of this movie. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like there's a beach somewhere. And it makes people age rapidly. And that's yeah. supposed to be horrifying. They found like the reverse fountain of youth. Yeah. Surprise. It's in Fresno. Like, <laughs> where, where, where is it supposed to take place? Is it supposed to take place like a tropical know. island? Like, we, first of all, let, let, let's break this down honestly. A 30 second trailer spot for the Super Bowl makes sense because there's only ever 30 seconds worth of expedition in any M. Night Shyamalan movie. They don't make any fucking sense <laughs> until the movie's about to end. And then he tells you what the fuck's going on. But also, like, like in the most painful way. Yeah, just, yeah. Just like in the like, most like, all right, stop explaining now. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like it's it's almost like he it just hurts. He just looks at he like pauses the film, walks out in a frame <laughs> yes, like Woody yeah. Allen in one of his old weird pedophile <laughs> movies, and just spits in your face. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, shit, that was so accurate though. Really, yeah. Really, it's embarrassing, dude. I just saw a fucking. I just finished Glass for the first time with Veronica like two mm. months ago. Oh my god, I was so, so angry. Bad. Yeah, it was so bad, dude. It it. It literally couldn't have been worse. It ruins Unbreakable, and Unbreakable was it like really at, does at, at least a fun action movie. Uh, yeah. did it? I never, I never saw Glass don't because do it. I don't, just I, don't, I, just don't. I don't didn't do want it. the, I didn't want the, the abject disappointment because one, I like Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah. I do. It, it ruins so, Unbreakable too, and Split. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, and and the second film, which I'm forgetting the name of because it's not called Split. Split. Yeah, I enjoyed that too because James McAvoy is James a national McAvoy, fucking treasure. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Just, yeah. just a great dude. The thing is, you have a, a, all, an all-star cast with Glass. You have Samuel L. Jackson. You have McAvoy. You have Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis doesn't have a lot of range, but he plays no. quiet, dumb, strong very well. Uh, and they were enough to keep it up, man. The, the script was so fucking bad. I yeah, I when it when it came out, I started to see the reviews, and I got so deflated about it. I was like, I don't even want to see this because I, you know, the split movie I thought was wonderful, even on its own, and then. When they reveal that it's in the Unbreakable universe yeah. at the end, I was like, oh, my God. And then I'm like, just leave it. Just leave it because you're going to fuck it up. Yeah, and guess yeah, what? Yeah. Fucked it up. Yeah, it really was awful. And I actually allowed myself um, to get hyped for glass, which is crazy because I don't allow myself to get hyped for fucking anything anymore. Um, but uh, that's kind of all I have to say about old is that M. Night, I, I don't hate all of his work. I do hate most of his work. The happening, but, though. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are, is, are you pro happening or, or no? Anti? No, how are you going to do okay, John Leguizamo right, like God. that? John Leguizamo <laughs> is the only likable character in that movie, and he dies in the most horrific way, in the dumbest way possible. But like the, the, the trailer for old, it looks it looks good, but I'm not fucking falling for it because Glass the trailer looked good. Yeah, fucking Lady in the Water the trailer the looked good. He, village. He, he can cut a tra yeah the village signs looks great. signs looked great. He can cut a trailer. He can't make a fucking movie. Mm -mm. Nine times out of ten, so it, sixth, it's not. The, it's going to be dog shit. The Sixth Sense was as great as it is because Haley Joel Osment is an incredible child actor. Yeah, and child true. actors are so few and far between. Think about it, like Jake Lloyd, right, was and one he did become a heroin addict. Imagine that. That's yeah, surprise, <laughs> an achievement yeah. in and of itself. Uh, like, like that's really what the critic, like 
Haley Joel Osment sold that movie so well. You believe yeah. it. You're you're terrified for him. You feel for him. And then he followed up with signs. All star cast, cool premise. Till you find out that the aliens, they they know there's enough. Like what? There's enough hydrogen I, in our atmosphere to dissolve them just from walking out of the spaceship. A human day. They would, decided to come they, here. They would die on a human day in Florida. How the fuck are they here <laughs> without a suit on, just walking past the camera? Well, it just goes like, to like show the you backwards that, like... man from fucking Tom Green. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, the Batman. Right? Nice the backwards man. Yeah, back that's back back. Back. And you know, but you know the aliens like he's doing that little thing with his hands like that. Like he's fucking. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some salsa? <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. Uh, M. Night's still writing the coattails of Sixth Sense 2. It says it yeah. in this fucking trailer. Yeah. Writer, director of the Sixth Sense. Yeah. It makes me that very That movie's angry. 20 years old now, isn't it? Came out in 1999. It's, it's 20, 22 yeah. years old. I feel like it's older because Haley Joel Osment looks older than, yeah. <laughs> than, I, I mean, than that many he's, years. He's, he's younger than me at one point. That's he's crazy. He's aging worse than we are. Yeah. Which is, now he's which older is, than me. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I have zero hype for that. I don't, and honestly, uh, the trailer is, is cut well, but I don't even necessarily think the premise is interesting no. to me. Um, what a waste of Super Bowl ad time, right? Yeah. I, I, but I, I kind of, I kind of feel that way about every single trailer. Yeah. <laughs> every, like, there's not one thing that I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and we're all past the age where we give a fuck about a Budweiser commercial, right? Like, let's be real. Like, we're not. Yeah. We're not 14 I actually anymore. thought it's funny you say that. Like, earlier, I was like, after I, like, watched some of these trailers, I'm like, let me watch some of the Super Bowl ads. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> what, I don't care about that anymore. I haven't cared about that for 10 years. Yeah. You can tell me that Mariah Carey squats and takes a shit on a Casio keyboard in the new Nokia commercial. I still wouldn't watch it. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I don't care. Unless it's the AT&T Bay. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would watch her sing "Star Spangled Banner" on a karaoke night and pretend to like it. That's how beautiful she is. Wow, that's saying yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the next trailer. We have a thirty-second spot for the film "Nobody," which I believe we've discussed before. Okay, this yeah, stars, yeah. This stars Bob Odenkirk, who I just, I just fucking love, and I know that God's already made it known that he is not a fan of, of anything that aired, but I actually want to see this film. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw it out in Front Street. I forgot about uh, this one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing the full trailer for it, like the two minute, 30 second trailer, like maybe two months ago. I was stoked then. And this just reminded me that it exists. And I am, I am excited to see Bob Odenkirk be the new Liam Neeson, but hopefully not a racist one. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I love Bob Odenkirk as an actor. I think he's fantastic. And I thought initially that I wouldn't buy him as being someone who could be badass. But this trailer does a good job of yeah. selling him as being badass. And yeah. let me point something out at the 14 fucking second mark. I'm pretty sure I spy a Christopher Lloyd wielding yes. a weapon. Yes. And I didn't know he was fucking in this movie. And I've never seen him fire a gun. Uh, does he fire a gun? Okay, and well, now probably back to it. the future. I don't fucking know. 14 seconds. Take mark. your word for it. It's a super <laughs> no, quick yeah. shot of them in like a, you know, stereotypical like warehouse scene, and he's about to let loose some fucking cannons, bro. Mm -hmm. he's oh gonna dunk my on god. Some fools. Yes. Yeah, that's, that is, yeah. Holy shit. He that doesn't is look any older than he did in Back to the Future, which is the scary part. He looks the same <laughs> well, age. He looks, he looks a little bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he can do some WD 40 on those hinges. You know what I mean? All right. All right. Let me, he's looking let me... a little. <laughs> He's, he's a, a little, he's a little folded inward. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. I, 
It's made by the same people who did same team who did John Wick, right? I think I read that. Yes. Um, so like John Wick, I feel like what's so good about it is that it's honest. It knows it's not trying right. to do some grandstanding. You're, crazy. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little, yeah, he's a little, yeah. he's a little worn a little bit. He, he's got, he's got some giant bullfrog energy going on. <laughs> <laughs> like how, he's how doing you that thing where, you know how like old guys, like their head starts to shrink, but their ears keep going. And mm-hmm. they oh, yeah. Cold. He's got it's Martin scary. Scorsese face for sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, have you been to the part of Nazmir yet where you, you, you save Kragwa, the giant frog, you, like help Kragwa out? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's that's got, like he's one of got my big, favorite. big, big Chungus Krogwa energy with that, that face right there. I've had him as my Blizzard Blizznet uh, profile picture for like two years. I had no fucking idea who it was. I'm just like, oh, a frog. He looks sick. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. He's pretty badass. Yeah, you can get mounts that look like him, and yeah. I want one. And there's, I there's actually one, don't have one. There's of those. one that sells for three hundred and thirty-three thousand gold hmm. in a cave in Nazmir, and it's insane. Nice and affordable. Wow. But mm-hmm. I think what made the John Wick <laughs> movies like so good is how honest they are. They're not trying to be like some mind bending fucking story. It's just like, yeah, yeah, his dog gets killed and he kills the guys. That's it. Yeah, That's the extent an, of it. It's an it's an action choreographer's directorial debut and it's fantastic. Yeah, he, he does what he does best and doesn't try to overstep. Yeah. And if they do that with this, which it seems like from these trailers so far, that's what it is. Like I can go in not expecting them to try to like sell some like reason he's beating these guys up other than something very simple. And then I'll be able to enjoy him beating the guys up. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, came, they, they came into his home. Uh, they, they, you know, scared the shit out of his daughter. They, they stole. It's they even, stole. It's, it's an even shittier reason than John Wick, right? It's like, oh, yeah. oh, they stole my bracelet. Like, he didn't even kill the dog this time. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, but they probably held his daughter at gunpoint. You know, yeah, you know like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. At least kill a dog, though. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't do that. The beginning of John Wick was did, so horrifyingly sad. It was. Did you love that scene in The Neverending Story where Artax sinks into the swamps of oh, sadness? Stop Chris? It, stop of course it, stop. not. Why would you bring that up? Because you're making light of, of John Wick's dog dying, and that was, was sad, a, too. It was an off-color joke. You make them all the time. Do you want, do you want, you want, <laughs> want me to send you a gif? Want me to send you a gif of Seymour in front of Panucci's Pizza? I'll do it. Oh, God. <laughs> stop this, Alice. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm kidding. I you like that You watch show. Enchanted. You're not allowed to hate Futurama. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't say I liked Enchanted. I just said I was watching it. <laughs> For the record, the show's not good. There's maybe a good joke per episode, and that's saying a lot, because those episodes are longer than they should be. I tried like- to watch Enchanted, but I felt the same way that I felt with every time I tried to watch Futurama. I, I'm like, I feel like. I'm forcing myself to like this because other people do, but I really don't like it. Like I could never get into Futurama. I can't genuinely get into love, Enchanted. Genuinely love Futurama. Futurama is just, or sorry, Enchanted is just Futurama, but with medieval face paint on it. Yeah, basically. Like, like they they took the Braveheart face paint that Mel Gibson wore and just they, <laughs> they just turned Bender into a demon. That's all it is. It right. might as well be the same fucking voice. Oh, actor. he's he's exactly yeah. Bender. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. All right, sidetracked. We gotta get back on these trailers. Uh, <laughs> this next one I'm doing just to torture both of my bullies here. Um, the Superman and Lois show that's premiering a Tuesday, February 23rd in a two hour premiere has released another trailer for the promotion. Um, <laughs> changing hearts and minds. I assume you guys are both on board now. Yeah. I mean, the story Scott. does sound actually, it, it, it made me want to watch the premiere at least to see what's going to happen. Cause they're revealing enough to, to show you that there are going to be real world consequences. His, his children are going to realize he's Superman. That's going to have serious ramifications. But what, what's his name? Tyler Oakland. O- Oak. Yeah. Uh, Ho- 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 Oakland. I think. Yeah. It's weird. Can we start it's a change doc or to give it like to have like reconstructive <laughs> surgery? Cause he's just, 
Yeah, can we reconstruct his fucking name too? I'm tired of remembering. Can it just be like John John Guy or something? Yeah. <laughs> John Guy, I love Johnny it. Unibrow over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually the same page as Scott. I, I I've talked about it before. I'm not going to waste. He doesn't a lot look of time like he would it. play. Super, he looks like he would play like one of the McPoyle brothers when it's always sunny with that fucking eyebrow. <laughs> he does. He really does. I can't. I wish I could agree <laughs> with you guys, but this to me is just the the herpy simplex of cynical nerd and that when we're not talking about it I just kind of pretend it was never there to begin with <laughs> but it keeps coming back and here we are again big old sore just gotta just gotta ride it out you're welcome <laughs> and there's you, no uh, there's no cold sore ointment for you I will continue to bring it back yeah you could probably go see Kiss a doctor on. though and get some kind of like prescription right right yeah. it's called an enema yes <laughs> alright what uh, yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Where waste of time don't think about that <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm not going to waste a lot of time. Got herps on the Hemis. I continue to be impressed by the way it, by the way it looks. Uh, it, it cinematography, at least in the two hour premiere. I don't know if it's going to continue that, but it looks pretty good. It looks better I than a normal wait CW till show. You guys are disappointed by this. I, I, oh, I, no, no, no. no. Uh, look, I'm not saying it's going to be good. I'm saying that I'm interested. No. I'm interested in at least watching the premiere so I can give an honest an honest opinion on it before before hating it blindly. I, I want to hate it with conviction, Derek. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, I can get behind that. You, yeah. you just want some extra like horsepower behind your hatred. I, I mean, I think it's going to be an interesting story. To, uh, it's an interesting concept to see like how Superman's children would react to him being a shitty dad because he's fucking Superman. Because it, <laughs> yeah. You know, because because man, because like, let's why is dad not in my football game? Well, no, Saving the world again. Plenty of people have shitty dads, but not. Guess all I have to forgive him. <laughs> but not. Yeah. But like, like. Like imagine finding out that like your negligent father or your negligent parent or your negligent whatever the fuck was off throwing mountains into the top of volcanoes to save Honduran villages <laughs> instead of instead of attending your pee wee basketball game that Chris was coaching uh, <laughs> coincidentally. But it's like it, it's an interesting dynamic. I'd be curious to at least give it the premiere and see like how much they dig into it. If they're going to stretch this out and they're showing us clips from the entire season in this trailer, I'm not going to make it far enough to give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care about Doom Guy. I don't care about any of the nonsense. Yeah, that's a weird villain. I don't. It's very strange that it looks it really exactly like Doom, look like Doom Guy. Yeah. Like yeah. exactly like Man. Doom Guy. I've I've I, framed it on that guy. If I was Microsoft, the the the, the parent company of, of the recently acquired Bethesda, I would be uh, compiling evidence for a lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, you would not be yeah. out of line doing. But, that, but I mean, Microsoft is also a, hor- a heartless corporation, despite the fact that Bill Gates spends all his free time drinking pee in third world countries. <laughs> Microsoft still does more evil than good. Yeah, you ever see a fight where both people deserve to lose? And you're like, I'm going to be happy and sad at the same time, no matter what happens. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I assume the show is going to be bad. I'm going in with that mindset, but I want to see. I like Scott. I think the premise is interesting. I, I'm I, I'm super sure they're going to fuck it up. Yeah, like 100 percent sure. I wish they could. But I'm, at least... I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say I'm at least going to watch the premiere. I at least want to see. Yeah. What they set up, and if it's interesting, I'll watch for a couple episodes until they inevitably drive it into the ground. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's all I got. I'm willing to give them the two episode commitment that I'm willing to extend to uh, Falcon Winter Soldier because premiere premiere always takes a lot of build up. But if I'm not into it by the episode following the premiere, regardless of what if the premiere is two hours, still counts as one episode. If it's 45 minutes, yeah. one episode, I will give you a premiere plus an episode before I tap out on something, even if I fucking yeah. hate it. Um, but I, I would I would pay good money. To see like a cut of the show that didn't include Tyler Hoechlin, you know, like if they just if they just pasted <laughs> a handsomer man's face, South Park Canadian style, over his, 
Yeah. Uh, I might I might spend the next two weeks every every minute of my free time uh, learning Photoshop so I can do that when it when it comes out. This could be I'm your masterpiece. The the, t- yeah. the TCN cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he revoiced all his lines too. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 please but, do. But, but all like Canadians are like, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you do that, I'll watch the premiere too. Ah. I'll watch your recut of the premiere. I promise. Uh, hey, you. Uh, hey, hey, that dumb guy. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you want to find him, guy? Yeah. I'll fuck y'all, buddy. Bye. All right. Uh, moving right along. Another, another trailer surprise. So we have uh, two, three trailers left. Uh, a couple quick news articles, and then we're going to get right back into our two main topics. So this is um, a movie I did also did not know was releasing. It's Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. I actually thought this trailer looked pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I know it's probably going to be formulaic, but it looks like Raya goes out to look for the last dragon to save. I don't know. People and things. It looks really cool. Like the visuals are really neat. The aesthetic is really cool. Uh, the trailer sold me on at least watching it at some point. I don't know if I'm going to watch it when it comes out, because guess what, boys? They're releasing it on Disney Plus from Mirror Access, which means they're going to charge you extra like they did with Mulan. Oh, great. And um, big old stinkers. Big old thumbs down to that. Follow HBO Max, boys. Follow the, follow their model. That's Excuse, cool. me. Excuse me. Sorry. No, you're okay. Oh, uh, I thought you were doing I'm, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I, I am coincidentally allergic to just Freudian ripoffs. You know, it's just it's fucking... <laughs> This looks like uh, this looks like an Xbox One launch game, doesn't it? Holy shit! <laughs> or no, no. I an, mean, an Xbox 360 launch game, actually. Look, you I'm like, into this movie. Like, I, I, I'm into this. But I, I, what you're saying, I am totally with you. I understand yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, what you're yeah. going for right now. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, like, there's, like the, there's a game. That, it's, it's a rare game. Uh, rare Xbox 360. No, I know what you're saying. It's it's like it's like when they release a new console generation and like uh, none of the other cameo, real cameo titles. and the elements of power. Yeah, this is the yeah, big yeah, okay. cameo. Oh energy. yeah, like to a fucking T. But there, there's also a game that that they that they showed trailers for at E3 this year that looks almost exactly like this. As far as the I know, what you're talking about yeah. for, the, for the Xbox uh, series, the one with X your, and the you have PS5. like a bow and arrow and a hawk that's following you. Yeah, around yeah, or yeah, yeah. And like it's it's adorable. And I, I would like I feel like stuff like this at this point like. It's it's hard to do a, a narrative that's not copy paste with a one hour thirty minute screen time. You know, the, some movies nail it. Uh, like like we saw, uh, God, what was it? Uh, the Tom Smallhands movie. Uh, fuck. They're, they're, oh, their dad's, the Netflix one. They're, they're no, their dad's dead. Their dad's dead. And they're trying to find. Oh, him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We t- we've literally talked about yeah. it on onward. Onward, yeah. That that was a heartwarming, oh, yeah, yeah. incredible. But like, that had real emotional stakes. And the the, the thing is, like, when, when you do these. PG, they're, it's literally like they're, they're recreating the old formula from like their old anime movies, like The Lion King or this and that. But this doesn't seem like it's gonna have any real stakes from any of the trailers I've seen. It seems like it's gonna be like a, a beat bop and good time, like How to Train Your Dragon. Who is yeah. emotionally invested in How to Train Your Fucking Dragon? Even <laughs> Jay Bruchel doesn't give a fuck about How to Train Your Dragon. I, I agree with though. you, but like yeah, fun. I like, also that's have, all they are. like my opinion is that like Pixar movies, the worst one is still good. Like you mm. usually get excellent from them, but. You yeah. take a movie like Brave, for instance, which, in my opinion, is like the worst Pixar movie I've ever seen. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, I wish I hadn't spent all this time watching it. It's just like, it's just good. That's me. It. It's like, OK, yeah. yeah, but it's not like terrible. So I'm like, happy I get to watch it. this. You're, you're telling the same lesson. You're telling the same lesson to us in a different timeline. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. It, it really you is. Like they just, they, they're just reskinning everything else they've ever done. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, where, where's damn, the luck? Onward is a fucking, fucking yeah. ten out of ten movie. My god, that is a the really fact good that you film. can take Chris Pratt and fucking Tom Holland and make to, me in the starring roles <laughs> and make me weep and make me love the movie is like insane, dude. It's so fucking good. It never. There's no dip in that movie. Even no. the best movies have like these lulls where you pull out your phone and you're like, dude, every fucking or your dick or your dick, whatever, whatever, maybe, yeah. maybe both. If you need some inspiration, if, yeah, if, you're, you use if, the if your dick's out dick. the Pixar movies, man, we gotta, we gotta learn somebody <laughs> listeners, listeners. If you self report, they'll be easier on you. They'll take it easy on you. <laughs> listeners, we don't jerk off to Pixar movies. Let me make something clear. Sometimes no. we might jerk off during Pixar movies. Unrelated. <laughs> You stop paying to pictures of Miranda Lawson's backside <laughs> yeah. on my phone now forever. Thank if, you. Scott. If we can't cover the first half of this podcast, that's going to be a really weird, obscure. Reference. <laughs> oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't. I just have to. I have to circle back because we we lost the the momentum of just blowing Scott for how wonderful his analogy was. The beginning of a console generation when they're like, none of our real properties are ready. Mm -hmm. So let's make a new IPA with with randomly generated character names and titles and we'll see what happens. And that that does actually feel like that. That's exactly what I I meant. I'm glad that that's exactly how you heard it. Yeah. I'm fucking this up. I'm drunk. This isn't good. I, I agree with you, but I also think the trailer looks fun and I will probably watch it. Now, granted, I'm going to tell you something, Disney Plus. Listen up. You're not getting my extra money. I'm not paying for it. I'm going to wait until it's either just on the regular subscription or someone pirates it. Whew, I said it. Dirty word. But guess what? Fuck Uh-oh. you. <laughs> Premier access. Like, seriously? Yeah. What is this bullshit? Yeah, you I'm not going to pay for it either. I think, yeah. it's, I, I think that whole thing is just fucking absurd. Yeah. And there were so many people when Mulan came out defending it. So many $30 though, right? Assholes. $30. Like $20. I would get, I would, I like, would I be, would I, would I pay it? No, but I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at people or, or I wouldn't blame people for deciding to do that. Right. That's that's cheaper than the movies. If you have kids, if you have young children, if you're sitting at home with the family, you want to watch something together. I'm sure Mulan was a disappointment for everybody who was old enough to understand the plot and knew who Mushu was and that he wasn't there, but that's still, a bargain for your money. You, you normally like, yeah. spend eighty dollars to take the family out to a fucking movie and buy snacks and all this shit. So yeah, like, the whole thing is th- that's what they were saying. Well, it's thirty dollars and you have it forever. Well, guess what? It's not even a fucking year later and it's free. Like you could have waited and yeah, gotten yeah. even more. Wait, oh, oh, they, they sold it. Here. They sold it for thirty immediately. Yeah, I thought, was, I thought it was a rental. No, 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 no. I think it, it was to sell. Uh, uh, they sold it for thirty. But oh, okay. I, mean, it, I mean, like I said, it's not even a year later, and and it's you can just watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, I, 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 I feel like that's more fair. If it's thirty dollars to own, like they're they're jacking up the price by ten dollars for what you would pay to own it after it had already gone through the theater cycle. I, I would never spend that money on Mulan. But if if I could buy a Star Wars, if I could buy a Star Wars movie or a, an MC movie that I was excited for, for thirty dollars flat rate instead of going to the movies to see it, and you know, what I mean, like, and or having to wait an extra six months, mm-hmm. I would do that. But I, th- but I think I think it's, it's easier to, to view it through a harsher lens because it's Mulan, and who gives a fuck about this terrible remake? All their live action remakes are half of what the original animated versions were. Yeah, all of them. Even the even the Lion King. I love Donald Glover, but all the magic is missing from that from that like live action, completely oh, CGI Lion it King was bullshit. Not good. It was not good. And no. you're not wrong, but just think of it like this: you didn't spend that thirty dollars back mm-hmm. then, and you own that movie as much as people who did now. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what was the point? Yeah, I mean, I, I would pay the thirty dollar 
uh, gate feed to see a movie a year earlier. If it's Ahead of the time, if it yeah, was something yeah. you really liked. Yeah. 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 Uh, again, it all kind of cycles back to make better shit and you might make money off of better shit. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I would make things people want. Yeah. And they're really bad at that now. As opposed to like the Xbox One, <laughs> Ryan the Last Dragon, new new IP. Hey, you want to pay thirty bucks for this boy? All right, uh, next trailer because I want to get to our main topics. I'm getting I'm getting antsy, my pantsy. Yeah. Um, listen, I Derek said it earlier in the potentially lost, hopefully not circuit of of the podcast. I've also never seen Silence of the Lambs. Surprise! Ooh. What surprise? Nope, I don't know why. Uh, maybe I was just a baby back bitch when it came to horror movies when it came out. I don't know. I never cycled back to watch it in my later years. I just I've never seen it. So there's a sorry to kind of bury the lead. There's a new show coming out called Clarice. Um, it's going to premiere Thursday, February 11th. So it literally comes out this week. And it is a sequel series to The Silence of the Lambs. This is 30 years after The Silence of the Lambs. And. I, I, Scott, please explain to Derek and I what the fuck is up with her carrying a fucking sheep around, a lamb around. Like, what's the significance? Why, why do I care about that? What happened in the fucking movie that you, is you, relevant? You don't care about that. Nobody, oh, okay. Nobody cares about any of this. Hannibal Lecter is the heart of every story told in this series. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's four or five books, but it's a book series that starts off with, I believe, Red Dragon's the first one in the long line of, 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 uh, novels it ends with hannibal i believe i don't know if the prequel hannibal movie like that they made like ha- it's like hannibal it's called hannibal something it has yeah. mads it has mads mikkelsen in it so like it gets a free pass yeah 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 um it, i mean you remove hannibal lecter from the series and there's no point in the series continuing take taking hannibal lecter out of it and showing what happened to jodie foster's character after the fact yeah uh is way less interesting to me if, if you're bridging the gap to build up to something that's going to tie into Han- into Hannibal, the direct sequel to Silence of the Lambs, I'd be more for it. But the fact that you have, you have none of the original actors signed on for it, and you're just even like if you're not, you can't even sign on. If you can't even get Julianne Moore to do your fucking project, what do you got? Realistic. True. It's going to be an N- uh, it's going to be an NCIS Law and Order clone with a hyper fixation on serial killers because that's all the rage now. With that, with the the Ted Bundy movie, with yeah. with uh, what is. Uh, what is it called? It's something mastermind or something on on Netflix. Yeah, I know what you mean. I I forget the title off the yeah. top of my head, but I end of the series you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, Netflix is drowned in true crime series. Yeah, you guys watch the Night Stalker documentary. It's fucking depressing. Uh, I heard that it was really rough. Some guy with four teeth used to shoot people in the head and try to fuck the bullet holes. It's gross. Don't watch it. Don't do it. Not before yeah. bed. I heard that it's like he's he does like really horrible shit and yeah. to watch it is like an exercise in like how bad humanity is. Is that you about like wanna... the, the the Nightcrawler with um uh Jake Gyllenhaal? Is that like the no real no, no it's no, two the... totally different things? Okay, All Night, right. Night Stalker, I think. It's yeah, called, Night, right? Night Stalker was a serial oh, killer in, in okay. I believe it was was it Los Angeles County? Yeah, it, back in like the nineteen seventies, I think. Sounds right. Uh, he did he did terrible shit. I think I think the whole gist with him is he didn't have like um like an MO, like he didn't stick to one type of thing or one type of victim. Yeah, he just did a, a ton of like horrible shit. Like ab- yeah. abjectly terrifying. Okay, I'm sorry, was it he yeah, uh it was in nineteen eighties. Okay. Yeah, he started in nineteen eighty five. But it was Los Angeles? Yeah, it was Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. The city <laughs> the city of Angeles. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles. And but the thing, like 
a lot of the docu series you see are really well done to the point now where like fiction doesn't hold up as well to the real life events unless you have right. to, unless you have that star power in them unless you have a driving force that's compelling these shows fall short of the of the horror of reality it's just it's just it's doc, documentaries have just overtaken the genre you have a few shows yeah. you have a few shows on Netflix that are fantastic and well done but they're based on real events and they're accurate and like yeah. we, we, I was talking about a movie earlier this week. I don't know if you guys checked it out yet. The little things, or the, yeah, sorry, I haven't the, watched it yet. Sorry, the, uh, the small things with Denzel, small Wa- things. Denzel Washington, Rami Malik, who slays. I hate to sound yeah. like a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, but <laughs> fucking slays, bro. Uh, and mm, and uh, nice. and as much as I just as much as I dislike Jared Leto and everything, one of his most likable roles in years is as a as a potential serial killer. <laughs> oh, little things. Yeah, yeah. Dude, little I was things. just thinking the other day. It's funny oh, how like yeah. I watched things. Requiem for a Dream twenty years ago, and that's the first real time that I saw Jared Leto acting. I was like, this guy seems pretty good. I can't wait to see more of him. And every <laughs> fucking thing that I've seen him in since then, he's just been dog shit. I just want him to go away. So uh, if you're nah, telling dude, me on. that I'm finally gonna be right, like I'm gonna be vindicated by thinking that this was an actual good actor, I'm gonna fucking watch it, man. Yeah, bro. Dallas Buyers Club was was. A pretty I good never film. saw it. I heard that. I, as yeah, okay. I never saw it either because I hate Leto so much. But I've heard it was fantastic. I heard him it, and uh, McConaughey, McConaughey were fantastic. That, yeah. that movie's actually like like fucking top shelf. I would recommend you go back and watch it. It's very good. Um, okay, so we were talking about Clarice, and look, <laughs> I don't. Uh, we don't have to though. We're just talking about other better serial killers. Mind Hunter is the one I'm thinking of on Netflix. Oh, Mind Hunter is very good. Fantastic. Yo, speaking of Mind Hunter, Ron and I watched that. David Fincher did uh, Mind Hunter. Ron and I watched yeah. Gone Girl last night. Yeah, which is also that done by David Fincher. Fantastic! Oh, dude, it's so good, dude. Trent so Reznor good. did the music. Fucking so good, excellent movie. That, that's that's the one good. with Casey Affleck in it, right? Uh, that Ben Affleck. You're ben thinking Affleck, of yeah. uh, Gone Baby Gone was Fuck. Casey Affleck. Yeah, but um, Gone, Gone Girl's the one where his his wife picks up and just leaves. Yeah, and frames okay. him for and murder. like frames yeah, him yeah, for yeah, murder. Yeah. yeah, it's very yeah, good. Fucking good movie. I'm not going to give it, if you look. If you're listening and you haven't seen that movie, I don't even think we should talk about it anymore because it's mm. such, there's so many twists and turns in that movie. It would be a yeah, shame dude. for them to be spoiled for you. So just go watch the movie. We haven't said anything that will like ruin it for you yet. It's been set up. It's set up immediately as a, a movie about a guy mm. who is framed for murder. Go watch the fucking movie. It's incredible. It's so good. It's, Trent yes, Reznor of Nine Inch Nails did the music. The music is fucking banger from beginning to end. Go watch that fucking movie. You guys ever had uh, $16 maraschino cherries? <laughs> no, I fucking hate maraschino cherries. Like, no. with all my heart. No, you gotta get the ones from Italy, man. They, they make every old-fashioned taste like... Like fruit salad, kind of. Pretty good. <laughs> I believe so you, re- but you sound like an unbearable cunt right now. I just have to say, <laughs> nah, man, you gotta get the ones from Italy. That's where it's at. <laughs> All right. First of all, I'm, I'm drinking out of one of your glasses tonight, so I have I have assumed your persona. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Got him. I, I use a I use a fucking butane lighter to like burn the edges of my orange, so I, I can have a bouquet when I sip it. I'm I'm full oh, I'm full pretentious dick right now. Yeah, that's excellent. I appreciate that. Yeah, but but it, it does make it better though. It really mm-hmm. does. I, I, I'd uh, like I said, to have one of your old fashions. I want to I want to try one out. They're, they're very artisan fartisan. They are. All right, I'm into that shit. Yeah. Artisan, partisan. Mm-hmm. I right, look. We have two articles left before we do the main topics, and I, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> I want to give the headline, and we do a yay or nay on it, cool. or 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 I do I do headline, and then it's uh it's joke, joke, 
done right okay okay i don't know if you have one on that pipe i don't for this first one because i just hate it and i only brought it up to shit on it but i don't even want to give the time to shit on it that it deserves which is that a there's a borderlands movie happening which is a ouch with kevin hart and now jamie Eli Curtis. Roth is directing it yeah eli roth this is he gonna directed, be a fucking nightmare 100 he directed he directed hostel and green inferno yeah he and did the, uh, the, ca- the th- uh, cam- not Cabin in the Woods, Cabin Fever. Cab- he did Cabin too. Fever. Yeah. And he did the trailer for that, that horror movie Thanksgiving during the Grindhouse, uh, like Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino yeah. duo. He did the trailer for, for Thanksgiving in the middle, which I would much rather see Eli Roth direct Thanksgiving finally, a live action Thanksgiving horror movie, than Borderlands. I, the, the premise of. The premise of Borderlands after three games worth of it is so non appealing to me at this point. Um, there was never a story. I, no, no there's talent. not a story. Well, very minimal. It's like, it's like, look, kind of semi raunchy, semi, uh, you know, edge, edge lord fucking humor. Yeah. And there's guns, and we may make funny names and weird side effects, and people just ate it up. And whatever, I get it. Um, I think the, I think the actual game design of like the first and second game is 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 abject dog shit. I've said abject a lot tonight, but it is. They're just these bland, good open word. worlds. Yeah, they're all one fucking color. Randy, I, I Randy, find, Randy Pitchford is a hack, and I'm convinced. I don't know if he has illegitimate children we don't know about, but if he does, they're, they're <laughs> writing the dialogue for these fucking video games. <laughs> Nine Toes also has three bullets. Bo- oh, talking about his dick. Like, that's that sets the tone for the entire trilogy. Well, sorry, the entire is it a quintology. Do you count the pre-sequel? I don't. Do I, know, probably it, it, not. It's DLC that you pay full price for again, right? Like, that's all the fucking pre-sequel was. Handsome Jack was the only even remotely likable character in any of those games. And it was he wasn't very likable, right? It's pretty cringe. It's the dialogue is pretty cringe. And I did yeah. I did like them. I did like Borderlands one, and Borderlands two. I got into none of the other ones. I ever really did. Um, but I, you know, like anytime I go back and try to revisit them, I can't because there's really not as much there as I thought there was yeah. when I actually play them. But um, either way whatever those are worth, it's going to be significantly more than this movie is worth. I mean, what a weird cast. Jamie Lee Curtis as uh Tannis, uh, fucking Kevin Hart as Roland, like a goofy guy as a stoic it, the, soldier. Yeah. Archetype. It's, supposed be, it's, like, it's what? supposed to be a serious role for him. Like it's supposed to be like a breakout. Yeah. It's described like, as a serious breakout role. It's like, why would you pick a game? That's 90% of his dialogue is dick and fart jokes for your first serious role. That's what, what I'm the saying. fuck are you of, thinking? Like the whole point of Roland in those games is like he is the serious guy in a very goofy game. That's what yes. makes him stick out. And you yeah. get the goofiest fucking dude that you can possibly get to play him. It's like what the it's just it's just and, every new piece of information that comes out. You think like you've heard the worst it's going to get. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, J- Jamie Lee Curtis is this person. Kevin Hart is that person. It's like, oh, my God, and it's going to be bad, guys. The, it's, the thing <laughs> is, like, like, I, I don't want to shortchange Kevin Hart. I think he is com- He's a funny comedically. Guy. Oh, was that oh. pun intended? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Come no, on, baby. It, re- it really wasn't, but I'm, I'm glad that you think it was. Uh, like, 80% yeah, of that yeah. motherfucker's repertoire are short jokes. Yeah, it's true. He's, yeah, but, but, as a, but as a fellow short man, like, like first of all, like, Kevin Hart is, is a very, he's, a, he's an intelligent human being. He's a brilliant comedian. Yeah. He has sold himself and built this, this giant persona over, year, over the years where like it's it's very rare that a comedian is bigger than his genre. You know what I mean? Like he like he's bigger than the movies he's in 
tenfold. And the thing is, a lot of comedians, no matter how successful they were before they were in movies, even Eddie fucking Murphy, movies took him to new heights. This motherfucker yeah. was selling out stadiums, like Madison Square Garden. Like, he was selling out stadiums that you have fucking Super Bowls in to do his stand-up. He has larger yeah. audiences for his stand-up than he does for his feature films. Can you imagine how many titties were covered in coke in the green room of Eddie Murphy shows back then? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. It imagine, was a buffet. Can you imagine how many buffet. step stools Kevin Hart has stood on to do <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Can we look, can we can we do can we not talk about it anymore? I want to talk about our main topic so bad and I hate this. I hate Yeah, and we still have Fast and Furious so 9 to get through, guys. That's no, an we're important not. one. I'm okay. not I'm the right. topic that I'm I'm saying there was a there was a fast and, there was an F9 uh, trailer and I wish we could F we, all F4. I was about to say that. Whole... Oh my god, I was literally about to say that. I fuck, got it. Fuck. I didn't even hear it. I feel like a fucking goon right now. Don't repeat it. I'll listen back. It's weird if you repeat it, right? I'll listen back to it. I'll have a good laugh tomorrow morning. I look forward and to it. That popped and in my then head. I that said that, that popped in my head the second I heard F9. I was like, oh fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna say. I don't know what I'm gonna say. And you said and you were ra- you were racing to get it out before me. Yeah, yeah. I, started, <laughs> I was like, I, I started salivating like a wolf in an old like. Looney Tunes cartoon is ah, fucking like I was. Those, I are, was my, the those are my favorite times when two of us have the same joke. And we're like, <laughs> we try to like be the first one to get it I, out. I was the car in the lane, and Scott's trying to merge it, and I'm not letting him. <laughs> I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm telling this. Did you see? Uh, did you see it in my eyes? I was like, oh, I knew it. Yeah. I was like, he's right. He's rushing to get something out, and it's probably this joke. All right, um, I, 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 I got a bis before we do the before we do the. No, go ahead. I'm going to finish up my hatred of F9 and then we'll do Cynical Nerd and then start talking. So I this trailer is so bad. It's I don't want to talk about it beyond saying if you like Fast and Furious 1, please stop listening to the podcast. You don't deserve to have eyes or ears or like anything in the world. I I hope that your house catches on fire. No, come on. No, no, no. I I get it because because there's the there's the built in nostalgia factor. The fact that these things have been out for 20 fucking years. I get it. There's people, okay. there's people who were 10 years younger than this movie started coming out and they've grown up with them the same way we grew up with Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter. I, I can understand that yeah, aspect. Yeah, but, yeah, but if you go back, you know, if you weren't part of that that chain of events for Harry Potter, you probably don't watch it with this. People who were 10 years older, that's probably don't fucking get Harry Potter, but they get Star right. Wars. It's, it's, these are, I'm no way, and no way equating the Fast and the Furious with other franchises that I think are well done, well written. <laughs> the, 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 the thing that, that these movies does that I find the most offensive is they just throw another A-lister in. What are we going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Give John Cena $14 million? Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, yeah, let's do that. How much do you think we have to pay Charlie Theron to have an unbearable Leave it to Beaver bowl cut for like one scene? Would she do it? <laughs> Bruce Willis is out. He's not doing it anymore. Can, can, can we get Charlie for the bowl cut? Like, it's just, it's so cringy to me. Oh, God. Um, it's, it's just, it's, uh, it's, just it's, a, it's, a, it's a soap opera. For people with tribal tattoos to beat off to when no one else will fuck them because they they have visible tribal tattoos. I mean, let's be let's be honest though. Would it be another Fast and the Furious movie if there weren't these ingredients? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, a family picnic eatery, and a bunch of CGI car scenes. I mean, that's really the three major ingredients for. I, I mean, what what's I think this I, Michelle I, I, Rodriguez I think this just shows us that like even though Paul Walker's passing was clearly not intentional. He made out better than anyone else in this scenario. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, we were supposed to show for the podcast, and instead, we—I just couldn't help but shit on the it's Fast and Furious trailer. It's a good <laughs> I like that song actually. It gets Tell me in the feels. Okay. 
You, you want to show while I do that in the background? No, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop it. Uh, we're going to do this super duper quick. I'm that was doing a great the, homage uh, of uh, the, to Paul Walker and his career of mediocrity. Thank you, Scott. That was very. <laughs> Jesus. Very can, you, can you imagine like, like if there is an afterlife, imagine being Paul Walker and watching Wiz Khalifa sing the anthem to your death. How fucking furious <laughs> would you be? <laughs> right? Pretty prep. Yeah. Probably pretty mad. Yeah, but I'm, Deadpool I'm gonna... two gets Celine Dion. I get Wiz Khalifa. What the fuck? <laughs> and Charlie <laughs> Puth. Yeah. Um, I am going to side effects on a new medical commercial. Our shilling segment, and what I mean by that is, I'm going to go check us out on Twitter at the Schmeg Nerd. You can email us at questions at thecynicalnerd.com, facebook.com slash thecynicalnerd. Uh, you can ask us a question on Twitter, hashtag AskTCN. You can tell us to go fuck ourselves if we were wrong with hashtag FuckTCN. And with that, can we please talk about WandaVision? Oh, boy, I want to talk about it. Let's do it. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Okay, cool. We, we have two topics to discuss. One is yeah. WandaVision episode five. Uh, the other is The Endless, which is a, a Scott recommendation, which I can't thank him enough because you're two for two right now. I liked both of these films so far. I think well, we're going to be three I, for I three. I think I'm three for three. Did you like The Void? Yeah. Oh, you're right, right. I'm already forgetting Psycho Gorman. I already forgot. Psycho Gorman was absolute fantastic. Psycho Gorman was absolute juice for what for, for, for three. what it was. Yeah, gotta say um, you so started it was, off it was, pretty yeah, strong. It was, that was it was, was juicy a juice. Movie. Like it, we're talking like yeah. a, it, it was no Capri Sun, but it was still juice. Yeah, you know it's it was, only five percent juice, but it's a hundred percent juice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it, it was like was it like the was it like the juice in the gushers that was oh, like super yes, delicious? Dude, we were just talking about <laughs> gushers last night. Oh my god. It's because they're amazing. Yeah. Okay, so WandaVision episode five came out. I'm going to do the, the quick thing. We talk about what happened and then we'll you know talk about thoughts and, and things we noticed in the in the details Just, of the episode. Mm. What's up? If, if, if you knew exactly how many gushers you could eat until you die, would you eat right up to that number? <laughs> like right now, would you do it? Like if something yes. like you can eat, you can eat four thousand eight hundred and seventy nine more gushers. But on that last one, you're going to die. Would you, would you keep count and test the limit? And get, like, get I would, right, or would you just like live out the rest of your life eating gushers carefree and then knowing yeah. eventually you'd hit that number and you die? I, I would do carefree. I'm going to eat more than 7,000 gushers in the, in the remainder of my life. I know I'm going to do it. I haven't had a gusher in probably a over a decade. Yeah, yeah so but now that we're talking about it, I, I kind of just want to eat them until I die. Get some, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Gushers forever. That's what everyone's getting for Christmas next year. It's just a bulk pack of fucking gushers. Then again, so. I could just keep avoiding gushers and live forever, I guess, right? Like, if that's what's going to Is that how me, that works? Yeah, I think so. If, in this and out, <laughs> in this and out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it works. <laughs> is that the, is that the antithesis so to M. Night Shyamalan's old movie? Is just eating gushers <laughs> for the rest of Nobody on that island's eating gushers. That's how they're fucking living forever. That's that. That's the problem. They're away from civilization. They have no processed gushers to eat. Therefore, they're all dying. Look, we really have to talk about yeah, this we episode. We're losing right, time. Right. WandaVision episode five. Chris is like, good so, jokes, but seriously, knock the fuck off. Let's go. They they did exactly what we wanted them to do this episode. They started to go back and forth. So the film, not, the, movie, the episode starts off. Well, okay, true. Uh, they started off in the world. And then some weird shit happens with Agatha. She breaks character and looks at Wanda as if they're in a scene together on an actual sitcom. Um, Vision becomes curious about this and starts to poke holes in the theory to what I would again say is sort of horrifying effect when he breaks that dude out of his mind trance. That's a, that's kind of a creepy fucking scene. He's pleading for his life. He never says Wanda. But he does say she, you know, she's doing this to us, please. She's, you know, yeah. I, and Vision knows enough I, about Wanda's abilities to know what he's talking about. He yeah. And, and then 
Vision does the right thing, I think, even though it was like comically kind of weird in the moment and just puts him back in instead of like saving him. He's just like, nope, just go back in the machine and I'll take care of it later, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that to me, like the that right to thing me to read do. weird because like every moment the guy was under control, he was in agony. So essentially Vision set him back into that agonizing state as opposed to yeah. having freedom of will in the I mean, like Vision could just let him go. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's weird. Because I, I think Vision did it because he didn't want to get he didn't he, he doesn't know exactly what's going on yet yeah. and didn't want to like let the like, kind of make the whole house of cards fall down before he was ready to deal with the fallout of it, I guess. Anyway, so that happens. Um, we see we cut to the people outside and, it, you know, the the new head of sword really just comes off as like just inherently up to no good, Dickhead. like no, fu- yeah. no fucking good. Just all over the place. Um. They said they get this cool idea to send a drone in to talk to Wanda and they're in the 80s now with the sitcom. So they use an 80s drone, which has a really shitty camera feed, which is a, a kind of a funny gag. But they go in and try to talk to Wanda. She freaks the fuck out, drags it outside, does a really good job of playing the bad person, which we haven't seen her do since Shades of Ultron, which is a, admittedly a dog shit movie. But you you see why she's so dangerous as a potential villain, because, well, she can do whatever the fuck she wants and makes all these people turn their guns on her. And then uh, at the very end, we get the holy shit moment that we all want to talk about, which is that, that there's a knock at the door after Wanda and Vision get into it. Lo and behold, it is her long lost brother, uh, Quicksilver, although it's played by Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the Marvel or the Fox Marvel X-Men films. Um, there's stuff I'm missing. The dog storyline, the death and rebirth, how Wanda was a straight hypocrite in her conversation with her children because she did the things she's telling them they can't do. Yeah. Uh, but we'll save that for the details. Scott, what did you how did you feel about this episode as a whole? Things uh, you liked? First of all, uh, director Tyler. T- Tyler Haywood, is it? Yeah, uh, the sword, Haywood. Sword, sword director. He has big Teddy from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine energy, right? Like he definitely makes a lot of pilsners. <laughs> He seems unbearable yeah. and awful, and, he, and his entire personality seems to be based around him having broad shoulders and no neck. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I liked. I liked a lot about this episode. Every sentence he says is in the same cadence. Yeah. And him being addicted to, to Jimmy pissed me the fuck off. I couldn't take. It. I couldn't yeah. take it at all. Um. I mean, it, it was cool to see them peel back. It was cool to see them have that confrontation. But again, it seems like her. Bringing Quicksilver, recasting. Ugh, the word recasting makes me cringe. When I heard it, I hated it. Um, her bringing Pietro back into the picture is again a giant distraction. Same way that like when Vision was getting too close before, you know, she started giving birth, right? Or she was she was suddenly she started, she was suddenly pregnant. Every time there's yeah. a big reset, she has to like distract him. It becomes another cliche <laughs> of uh, of sitcoms. Um, so that's that's one of my questions. You think she did that? Because I believed her when she said she didn't. At the end, I thought that she was being genuine about it. Oh, that she didn't. She didn't bring him in. Yeah, because Vision got, called her out on it. She she tried to roll the credits. The the doorbell went off. He's like, "You're not doing this. Like, you're not interrupting this woman." She's like, "I, I didn't do that." And I I believed her. I thought that came off genuine. I th- I think something else is at play, which is what we've been talking about for weeks. I think the show keeps wanting us to think it's Wanda. Something. And there's something else. Something going else on. is at play, and it's. Kevin Feige with no one telling him he is he is George Lucas. <laughs> it's Kevin Feige with with Lucas head, that big swollen alcoholic seventy five year old man head has now somehow I I know Feige's is still small it's got it's got to bloat more but he now thinks he can just do whatever the fuck he wants and throw all I don't know what's the word I'm looking for here the whiskey cut up with me 
all, all the eggs all, in one all, basket. All, all con- well, no, he, I mean, he has a giant Humpty Dumpty egghead, but all the continuity <laughs> is going out the window. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of the multiverse done in the way where it just brings in other properties and acknowledges all these other movies that were cinematic flops and inconsistent in their timelines and their cat. Like, it just... I, do, I like, do I like him as Pietro? Yes. Like, I liked him in Days of Future Past. I liked him in, in those X-Men movies. Yes. But you can't compartmentalize the ones that he was in and make them canon without acknowledging that, you know, that Hugh Jackman was in those movies and he's also in eight bad X-Men movies that you can, That's true. You know what I mean? Like, like X-Men Origins? Come on, Deadpool. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Um, okay, I, so there's a, there's a cool theory before we let Derek go and before I'm, I apologize for cutting you off. There's a cool theory because the X-Men films specifically started going through decades, mm-hmm. much like this show is. Yeah. And in the 80s, she pulled the Quicksilver from the 80s of another, you know, yeah. uh, existence, another reality. And, and that's the one that she pulled. It doesn't I don't necessarily think that means that this is that Quicksilver from those movies. You know what I mean? I, I, I think it might legitimately be her brother that is now back with this appearance and that's like a nod to us like they said recast which i know is cringy but in the context it was it worked for me because they're in a show and i'm like oh they recast yeah, her brother yeah, I'm like, but, well, but evan okay. peters is doing his own he's not doing the accent so it's not it's, right. it's not supposed to be the same character the accent and he, and he has the, the like wise guy he, attitude that he has he's just popsicle and, yeah, yeah yeah he, he is very much playing his original character it's not just a, yeah they're calling it a recast because that's how they're gonna like brand the bullshit until they explain it. You know I mean, like that's yeah. like it, yeah. but it I is was fine. It, with, I was fine with the term recast, by the way. Like, I don't like how else would you explain in, in something like this? Like without it being, I mean, it's, it's, it's a play on TV shows. So like, yeah, yeah. I, I but, understand what you're saying. It being cr- like, it, it, it when, came off a little cringe, but like within the universe, I think it makes sense to use that word. You well, know? When you know what they're gearing up to do and what this, like this signifies a dark turn, a lot, a dark turn, like a turn in the absolute, and, it's a turn in the wrong direction. It is. It's. 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 We. We. We were talking about it earlier when we talked about Spider Man. Like, you acquire these properties and then you give them the same love and care you gave to the MCU to build up the Avengers. How many movies went into building the Avengers to give us that that Joss Whedon spectacle at the end of the first Marvel's Avengers? That was a. That was a uh, almost what five year payoff to get to that point, mm-hmm. and that yeah. and that felt earned. It felt like it was worth it. If you're gonna reintroduce X Men. So it's also like you can't cherry pick certain X-Men you want to keep cast as the same character and then also introduce new Fantastic Four, new new X-Men when some of them have shared universes canonically. Yeah, it's just it's 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 sloppy and it's going to get really messy. It's going to get to a point where you can't take you can enjoy it for what it is, but it's not going to be something you can take seriously at all. It's going to be a soap opera. It's going to be it's going to be like the equivalent of like the, the. CW verse. I'm sorry to say it. Chris. Oh no, it's good. I, it, I don't know why you guys apologize to me for that. I've agreed that the CW verse is chock full of shit. <laughs> I've only ever enjoyed the Flash, and only for the first couple seasons. Anyway, before I let Derek go, and this is the second time I've said before I let Derek. That's go, okay. Take uh, it away. I apologize. Um, I I agree with the fear of what this eventuality will bring us because of Spider-Man Three. However, I have to say I I'm enjoying Wandavision the most. I've enjoyed a Marvel thing since like Infinity War. Like I, I really, really? like this show. Same. I, I really like this show. I think it's doing a great fucking job. It's super interesting. They're doing stuff they've never done in the movies because, yes. because it's in TV format and they can't do it 
in short format like that. They they need those episodes to really build characters. Yes, out. yes, but they're also dragging it out over the cold. They're breaking it out over the cold. In a lot yeah, of that's true. Uh, so, so for example, they they keep trying to show us that that WandaVision is like doing bad things. Did did you see the footage of when she stole Vision's corpse? They had ripped him into pieces and yeah. were experimenting on him. Yeah, you'd be fucking mad too if you just got blipped back into existence and the guy you just saw die to you like yesterday yeah. is in pieces on a fucking table. Yeah. You would lose your shit. Yeah. And with that being said, I'm sorry, Derek. We're getting way too deep into this. It's How'd okay. you feel about the That's episode? Fine. <laughs> I, I I felt great about it. I thought it was excellent. There's been dips in this season that like I haven't really been on board with, but now things are actually happening and and I'm I'm happy with them. Um I feel like uh with a couple exceptions here and there, this the the latter half of the MCU, which I kept watching them out of necessity because I'm like, I know they have this overarching thing that they eventually want to reach with Endgame, <laughs> and I've devoted this much time to it. So it's like it's crazy to put this much time in and not just finish it up. This is the yeah. first time in same with you, like Infinity. I loved Infinity War. I thought it was great. Um, there was a couple before then that I liked here and there. I haven't really liked much since then. Um I love, dude, I love the show. I think it's, I think it's excellent. Um, I think, uh, I think that Scott is a, I, I, you've said in the past that you, you, you're a sucker for continuity. Like you hate continuity yeah. errors. So I get what you're saying. We're like, you know, the, the Fox, uh, X-Men franchise is kind of a mess in that some are good, some are bad, some they ignore, some they pay attention to some like, it's kind of right. like a mess and you're right. You're a hundred percent. This is, this is my anxiety dream right yeah it's a real life like no pants in high school dream and i do right think now. that like marvel like they're only or disney rather like their only choice with this is to say let's take the things that work and bring those in and we kind of have to ignore everything else which is going to drive your ocd insane but why why should you have to pay attention to things like wolverine origins just for the sake of making everything the continuity makes sense. I don't think that that would be entertaining. No one and, should ever pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, That's, but anyway, I don't want to ramble. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was, I, mean, this, I thought it was really fucking a, good. And I haven't cared about a fucking MCU character like this. And I don't know how long, like Wanda, I, I just like, I feel the things that she's going through. Like I can feel that she's in pain and that she's in denial and I can feel visions confusion and his it's anger really and i just feel like they haven't actually this was almost all the way full when we started this is what this yeah, podcast no. jesus christ <laughs> i i i don't think I, I i think that they're fleshing out characters i think all the things that i've been complaining about for years with this franchise none of them really exist in the show i actually believe in these characters it's why i've been it's why I've been like preaching on the fucking soapbox of please give these superheroes shows because you get so much time to build the characters. So the, the problems we have in these giant tentpole movies where everything is just shoehorned together because they have a runtime limit because they can't make a movie five hours long to make things meaningful. It disappears with these shows. They get long format shows and they can make you care about people. Yeah. I, I'm also living in a weird backwards universe where, where Derek objectively seems to really enjoy something <laughs> and scott on the is is tearing I, it down it's it yeah. feels weird to well, me no, there's certain aspects that i like to it though I just, to me like this episode i was floored with everything up until the evan peters review 
Yeah. That to me, like, I was like, what, what are you doing? The what are you, fuck yeah. are you doing? Like, the, the, I can like, I you, can like you, hear your continuity you anxiety. Fucking, you fucking know they're not, they're not shooting, they're not shooting kick ass three. Get fucking Aaron back. What the <laughs> fuck has he done? He's banging. He's been banging and having babies with the director of Kick Ass since Kick Ass One came out. That's all he's done. Give, like, By the way, kind of weird, right? We can all admit that's kind of weird. Well, I mean, weird. she's like what twenty years older than him, something like that. Yeah, they had they had to get to it, but yeah. like not a good twenty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like the, the not, high, not, a, not a Kate Beckinsale twenty years. Yeah, you know? yeah, okay. yeah. Not 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 a Jennifer Lopez at 50, 20 years. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Um. No. I. I can. I think, I, I think it's like, very forward thinking of us to shame a female for dating a younger man because that no one ever does that. We're we are equal opportunity shit talk. Yeah. That's, yeah. Hundred. Hundred percent. As people who have generally aged pretty poorly, we call people <laughs> yeah. out when they've aged poorly as well. That's just what we do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We know how High to identify all, it. High fives all around. We're all holding hands on the sinking ship. We never. We life, never okay? acknowledge that Danny DeVito looks bad though because you can't. He's Danny DeVito. <laughs> But he's like supposed to look bad. It's yeah. part of his character. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's also like, like way older like than you expected. But when you, when you IMDB day. him, you're like, he's really that old. Oh no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. It'll make me sad that he's, yeah, he's very old. Die soon. Yeah, yeah. Not much um, time. It's, it, uh, this is a fucked up sentence, Chris. And I, I'm sorry you have to hear it from me. He looks pretty good for his age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like 85, isn't he? Like he's like <laughs> no, really he's old. No, he's fucking not that old. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was. Right, like, he's, I thought he was a, he's not that old. No, no. Gotta be 70s at least, I right? think 70s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, look, we don't know how it's gonna go. They could still crash the ship into the side of a fucking cliff. They could ruin it very easily no. in the end of they, this they season. They are slowly careening into an iceberg that's gonna skirt the entire side of the franchise, is what they're doing. Well, that's the thing. So, they're doing all these interesting things up front, and they could very easily flip a switch, and then we're just in generic ending yeah. for a Marvel series. And I'll be disappointed, but for right now, oh my God. the twists and turns have been interesting. And I got to say, they've been talking about a big cameo in WandaVision, and I don't think Evan Peters is it. And because they introduced him, we could very well be looking at like a McAvoy Magneto or a McAvoy. Uh, I was going to say McAvoy or, or, Stewart. Mac- McAvoy or Stewart. Yeah, um, well, I, yeah. I only said Magneto because Maximoff, you know, he's their he's their papa. Yeah. In the X-Men continuity. The papa. But I mean, Ian McKellen, another one of those super up there in age he's looking for work though man like when they're doing the lord of the rings show on amazon he's like please hire me and they like won't answer him so like <laughs> you guys you guys want to guess how old how old uh danny devito is real quick for me uh i'm gonna go 76 73 chris did you look that up no was i right Nailed i it. mean you're, you're was i right i mean he's 77 but you're like oh okay if I looked it up, I would not pretend. I would not do a year off just to make it like shed suspicion for. Like, well, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I'm just trying to do the math, but I'm trying to figure out if I'm R worded or not. I, it's either he's either 76 or 77. I think he might be 76. Yeah, he's born in November. Yeah. He's 76 years old. Holy shit! You I fucking win. you what nailed I, it. You what do I win? What prize do I get? Uh, well, he's in line at the glory hole if you want to claim your prize. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He's definitely got grays, Chris. <laughs> yeah, he's a graying actor for sure. <laughs> He's a great actor. Yeah, it's the, only thing, he, the only thing is the second his dick t- like touches your tongue, you're gonna make the face like you just ate a, a mouthful of sour heads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Warheads, War warheads. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay with this yeah. conversation. Uh, uh, like although I will say, he, yeah, just- he's either gonna need a step stool for his side of the glory hole, or I'm gonna be just winking at him <laughs> because he's way too short. <laughs> All right, look, I have a, I have a real question. <laughs> 
Do we have 15 minutes to talk about Endless or does, do people have to go? Uh, I have like 15 minutes almost exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay, cool. So uh, the last thing we're going to talk about tonight is Endless, which is a, a sci-fi th- kind of psychological thriller that Scott uh, recommended to us. And I got to say, I loved it. Uh, super, super brief synopsis. There's a couple cringy dialogue scenes, but the actors in this movie I've never seen before in my life, and they surprised me because they most of them were were pretty good uh, for what they were doing. They tell a really cool tale about these two brothers who used to be in a cult and then left. They're having a really shit time in life outside. They decide to go back and visit, and a whole bunch of ridiculous science fiction stuff uh, goes down. I, I think they were trying to get some scares out of me, but I didn't find anything in this to really be frightening. I mean, in, like the least. I mean, totally. It's it's terrifying. It's not. It's, I mean, it's, it's not full of jump scares, but the. It, the implications and I mean, it, it's one of those movies that like doesn't at all try to like be coy about its uh, like the symbolism that it's kind of like, like, right. It's, it's all obviously about the afterlife. These people are stuck in a never ending cycle and what they choose to make of their time that they have in, in their confined spaces is how, is how they live. It's kind of like, it's a weird mix between metaphor of like the life you leave on earth is like, it's, it's within your power kind of like to, to make decisions of how you, how you live, how you feel, it's all within your control, but it's also like where, the, where they chose to be and how they chose to spend their time there kind of affects their fate forever. It's like a, a weird, right. like, I don't know if I'm explaining it right. No, and, and there was a control, I think, was really like your control of yourself and your control of your surroundings, I think, was the theme of the movie. Yeah. And like the other way that they showed that was with the older brother, you know, acting like he was basically... Uh, he he saw himself as like the emblem of freedom by getting them out of the cult. When in reality, right. he you know you find out. I don't know if we spoil stuff when we do these. I mean, it's a couple years old, so I don't really feel bad spoiling. But you know, it's twenty seventeen. We're allowed. Yeah. So like he he lied about stuff with the cult just to basically get his brother out and to make his brother not want to go back. Yeah, he controlled right. things about his brother's life, so he was kind of his own cult leader with his brother in a two man cult. Yeah. Um, I, I think like control and freedom were the sort of two battling ideologies of the movie. I think that's right. the aspect that it did. Like, there's a lot that it did wrong, but I think that that aspect they did very, very fucking well. Um, every time I found something about this movie that was like seemed to be movie for me, there was actually something that I was like, oh, but that's really cool. So I have to keep watching. Yeah. Um, it right. just kept dragging me along. And I feel like those movies tend to surprise you. Uh, and entertain you the most. And I did find it entertaining. I have to agree that it didn't scare me. Like nothing was really. No, the nothing was really. No, the concepts fucked with you at all. Well, here's, here's my problem with the concept. I'm sorry to interject. No, here, please look, look like you were gearing up. Um, I agree with you that if you just say the concept on a piece of paper, it is honestly terrifying to think about being stuck in a loop like that and what you would do. However, they kept making me laugh. So it felt yeah, I mean, very but, but that's, unterrifying, that's which I loved I, about it, though. That's, that's kind of what I was so getting into when I was saying, like, it, the whole thing's an allegory for, for the afterlife and the Christian idea of eternal life, right? Like, the, the I'm not sure what, what you would call it, the, uh, I don't know, like it's the whole basis of Christianity. You have the one guy who's in that tent. You don't know what's killing him in there. You don't know whether a wild animal got in there. You don't know if he's running. Oh, that was fucking wild. Yeah, by yeah. The way. His entire time. That his part entire, was disturbing. I'll give you his that. entire that existence was... is ten seconds of just death again and again and again. Like he spawns in and kills himself as fast as he can, and you don't know whether it's because his time is that short and he's stuck in that moment where like something's happening that's hurting him, or that he knows that his time is much longer than that, and he's killing himself as fast as he can because he knows what's coming if he doesn't. And that's yeah. yeah. And that to me, like 
It, it's also it's also like you don't know if he's just he's been there for so long he's lost his mind that all he wants to do is just end him and he he's killing himself again and again and again in the hope that it'll end it eventually. Eventually he'll run out of lives like Super Mario, and it's yeah that but- that's terrifying. You see you see this com- this commune who have basically built a par- a paradise on Earth and relive their 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 life eternal again and again and again and get better at what they love. They follow their passions. They're living their best lives. They have weird rituals. They're a little creepy. But they're brewing a different batch of beer every time they come back. They're learning new magic tricks. They're learning new songs on guitar. And you have the exact opposite end of the spectrum. These two buddies that went out to the woods because his friend was an alcoholic. He was trying to help him get clean. And they don't establish whether the friend was an alcoholic when they first went out there or if he became an alcoholic because of their endless loop. But they're spending every incarnation killing themselves in different ways to try to find a way to break the cycle and end it. Instead of just relaxing and going with the flow and and trying to make the best of it. Can I just bring up how sad I was when I realized that that guy was the the what the husband that that woman yeah. was looking for? And just in the I was like, bubbles. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring the I I had actually written this down and I'm, I forgot about it and now remembered all over again because of that. The whole thing played out like a like a closed universe like video game, like an open world, but it's not really open world where there's like a, there's like one big quest hub and everything's kind of related. But it's and you're like, oh, the dude, in this, the dude in this village is the husband to this chick who I talked to earlier did the side quest for and I just it did a lot of cool little like like little side stories within the larger thing to kind of build out the world that these guys live in and these these you know quote unquote cultists live in and um I will say that like the dude on the on the 10 second loop was actually kind of horrifying yeah. to just psychologically to think about because when he goes and looks at him through the the window and the guy notices him and you see he's like he's like uh, leave and he goes and kills himself and he's like no you gotta get out of here and I, like that whole yeah. scene was really fucking cool mm-hmm. uh, and I'm kind of glad they didn't show me how he was dying because yeah. it was way cooler for, to just see him just off screen just eat it every fucking 10 seconds yeah um, I, and I think the suicide thing kind of lends itself to the uh, you know control versus freedom thing where you have like the two friends who were just kind of like hey how you want to do it this time and then yeah. you have the weird hit guy in the shack who's just trying to find the most painless way to kill himself you have the guy from the 19 early 1900s who was killing himself every 10 seconds. He's like trying to find the most efficient way to kill himself. Yeah. And then you have, uh, uh, you know, the, the cult, um, who uh, they're clearly the most happy out of all these groups of people, but they've decided it's easier to, to, to sort of give up their control of themselves and, and live kind of how they want, but then die this fucking horrible death by being consumed by this, you know, Eldritchian HP Lovecraft horror. Um, so it's like, who's right and who's wrong. And is anybody really either of those things? So those themes, I thought that were, they were really excellent. It's definitely a B movie though. Right? Like it, yeah, it's worth yeah. mentioning that it's like, it's not very low, budget. very low and things could have been done done better if they had a better budget, but what they did with the budget they had was incredible. And, um, you know, someone had mentioned the humor earlier. That's one thing that I thought was great about it is sort of the way they uh, um, have these like the, the two brothers have these like glib remarks that they're throwing back and forth to each other. Just reminds yeah. you everybody's human. It's not this stark, horrible reality like these are human beings talking to one another. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a great movie. But the younger yeah. brother definitely reminded me of Eric Trump and that he was a fucking yeah. mouth breather the entire time. The scene that, <laughs> he was a fucking the scene at the beginning where he like shaves his brother's head, like runs out with like this weird jack-o'-lantern grin. I'm like, yeah. That guy, that guy looks like Eric Moffat from SNL. He, I see Eric Trump and I look at him. It's horrifying. 
Um, either way, I mean, I, I enjoyed my time watching this. I did not expect to like it as much as I did, to be honest with you. I, I came away really enjoying that movie. I thought it was really well done. It's the kind of thing that I don't know that I could watch again because I know all the secrets of it now. Yeah. But it was a great two hours of my life. And we I, I think we have another Sky recommendation for next week, right? What's the title of the new one? Uh, it's called Possessor. You guys, okay. you guys can all watch it on Hulu. It's free. You don't need any subscriptions. Uh, it, it is by Brian Cronenberg, the famous director of, well, his father, the son of famous director David Cronenberg, who directed Scanners amongst, uh, from beyond, amongst many other horrific, like, nightmare films from my childhood. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of, like, horror, porn, gore style mm-hmm. stuff in his father's films. He seems to have taken it in more of, like, a weird, new age, uh, technological direction like he kind of does like almost Love a black it. a black mirror Into. take on a black mirror take on his father's own formula uh hmm. i've only seen possessor of his film so far but after watching uh possessor i'm like well fuck, i gotta watch antiviral it looks the trailer looks ridiculous but if he can make me if he can tell a story this compelling with as little information as you get you don't you don't understand how the system works really to the full extent there's there's visual clues and audio clues throughout but it's it's just a weird like a mind-bending psychological thriller. It's it's horrific at certain points. It's really well done. Into it, yeah. yeah. I look forward to it. Me too. Um. All right, gents. I think we're gonna wrap this bad boy up now. Do we have Do we have final thoughts on uh, any of the topics we discussed today? Anything you want to get out before we put the kibosh? Yeah, on? yeah. I've had a piece of glass lodged into my pinky toe <laughs> and foot for oh no about an hour and twenty minutes now, and I can't wait to get it out. <laughs> It's about, it's about it. It's a good final thought. That's how I feel about the entire state of the MCU right now with all this news. <laughs> just oh a piece no! Of, just a fine little piece of yeah, glass. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like it's like I masturbated with, with fiberglass, and there's just all these jagged shards <laughs> in my cock. Uh, oh no! Yeah, can't wait to put some ointment on that. <laughs> a whole new, a whole new idea when I hear the words "jagged little pill." <laughs> All right, boys, uh, we're going to wrap it up. You come back to Elias Morset jokes. Uh, not all the time, but often oh, enough that uh, I can tell you're a super fan. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say you. yes. I'm yeah. going to, yeah, I mean, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. She's Why God, be right? She's great. Yeah. She's God. We've all seen that film. Did you, do um, you, right, do you unironically love Elias Morset? No. Fuck you, though, for that. Because it took a second and now I got it. Yeah. You win. <laughs> It's like rain on your wedding day. And just like that, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Thanks for hanging out, boys. Uh, Derek Scott, thanks for hanging out. Sorry it's going up a little bit late. Hopefully we can salvage that second piece of the podcast because they had some some real fucking gems in that point. They were just they were just a joy. It's just the mm-hmm. ramblings of an angry together. sociopath. Don't worry about it, yeah. guys. You're not missing much. AKA worry about gems. It. So <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, yeah, I'm Swearwolf on uh, Twitch and Twitter. Oh, yeah, we didn't do that. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I'll I'll tell you next week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be here. You'll be here, hopefully. Yeah. Unless unless that that IRA joke scares you off, which if you're from the UK, (laughs) probably going to do it, huh? (laughs) Yeah, we we just lost vids. (laughs) That... that That's on your that's on your shitty host for this night. It's mostly because I'm sleepy, sleepy old man times. But uh, I apologize, guys. I totally fucking missed that. Uh, Derek, where can everybody find you at? They can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gloom MD, which is D.R.G.L.O.O.M.M.D. Nice, Scott. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter and Facebook gaming at Swearwolf. That's S.W.E.A.R.W.O.L.F.E. Swearwolf with an E. Have uh, have you 
if you started to like or hate Facebook gaming more? You were kind of on the fence early on, I think. Oh, uh, it's weird. <laughs> Still weird. I mean, it's it's not like it's not good or bad. Like I'm not. It's like it's like when you watch Alec Baldwin step out of the house in Beetlejuice for the first time, and there's a sandworm coming up. You're like, what's that? But it's but it's always like your weird, like your weird uncle you haven't talked to in a while. You don't know how, you didn't invite him to the page, but he's there, and he's like, this looks <laughs> like fun, bud. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> That was either your second or third Baldwin yeah, you're family really cut, you're reference going after today, the ones. and I just you know you guys were going to point out my Alanis Morissette I just, reference. Well, I, I, just hope I, I, just, I just hope Alec Baldwin's doing okay. You know, I haven't seen him since since Trump got uh, voted out of office. Yeah, and I'm sure that's, I'm that's sure that was true. the only paycheck he had coming in. He looks like a hungry fellow. Yeah, he so might I, be <laughs> falling over from that big waterhead, just inflating. Yeah, yeah. gonna have to leave his daughter some more angry voicemails. Uh, you, last but not least, have you seen finally, her? Though? She has a little pig. <laughs> oh no Scott. I'm kidding I'm kidding I don't know what she looks like I, I've never seen her either so I'll, I'll yeah, let I'm that one fly now, though. yeah I'll, uh, I'll slam pig bald one. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays we gotta cut this before one of us says something horrifying and uh, we'll see you guys next week see ya